Well, welcome to Three Canadian Thumbs. Holy uh, shit. It's been a while now, hasn't it? Oh, and and it's my fault. Last uh, week we did not have one episode and I take the whole blame because I had a flood at my place. So uh, There was also a huge storm, so it's not really his fault. Yeah, it was kind of a convenient flood if you uh, think about it for a second. <laughs> Microphones were frozen. Yeah. Yes, we're 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 stuck here in Canada, and we just happened to uh, our igloo closed off by accident. Life is cold, like our hearts. Oh yes. Speak our... for yourself. <laughs> well, well, Kingdom well. Kingdom Hearts Four. Hearts are cold. <laughs> no, that would be amazing. Sort of visiting Kingdom Canada. Kingdom Hearts is Canada. Well, it's frozen. Been frozen. <laughs> Well, well. Oh, did you hear about this? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Go ahead. The, the thing where, like, uh, you can't stream the, the Frozen uh, stuff. Oh, because, because, of, because of the music? Yeah, yeah because copy, uh, uh, copyright. Copyrighted song. No. In its entirety. <laughs> no, really. They, they put the whole thing in it? So, yeah. So if you if you want to stream it, you have to, like, speak over the, the song the entire yeah. time. Like, a good four or five minutes, I guess. Yeah, they should have, like, an alternative, like, bootleg version and just call it, like, release it. Release it <laughs> and it'll be out of tune. Yes, <laughs> the streamer-friendly version. Yeah. Hey, that. Hey, but oh. the the problem isn't the visuals, right? It's the audio, right? Yeah, yeah. You could mute it because Quantum Break had an option. If you play that game, you could play an audio version that is like royalty-free. Really? Yeah. Holy shit! That's the only game that I know of that has that option, like for its. I, I got a question about that. Yeah. The fuck's quantum? Whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's um, you know the the people who used to do like the good Max Payne games, um, Rockstar. No, before that, what's their name? Uh, I forgot their name. Quantum. Um, they did Max Payne one and two. Mm. I and, all I remember uh, of Alan quantum Wake. and Alan Wake. Yeah. yeah. All I remember of Quantum is that Remedy? you were you looked like a robot yeah. and you slid on your knees yeah. a lot. Yeah, I think it's Remedy. Yeah. What did you say? Sorry. Um, what I remember from Quantum is that you looked like a robot and you slid on your knees a lot with guns and shit. Is no, that- no, 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 no. <laughs> it's that it's that game where it's all like actors from like different. Like there's Aiden Gillen and there's that dude who plays Iceman in like the the, the, the first X Men live action movies. <laughs> I don't know his name. I don't know his name. I, I can't even pretend I do. Like oh, I don't. What an incredible budget. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess like and it was infamous because it had like 20 minute like live action cutscenes between missions. Oh, is that the one where they wanted to do a TV show? Yep. <laughs> oh, I yeah. see. Well, we see how that succeeded. It didn't. <laughs> It didn't. Spoiler. All right, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. So I am Jamie. <laughs> and he is drinking tea. <laughs> I'm here. I'm Rita. And I'm Pierre. And uh, welcome to this uh, next uh, wonderful week where we're at the end of January. And uh, we're hyped up about too many games at the same time. Of course we don't have time to, to, to play all of them. No. And it's going to be a fucking wonderful year. And what did you do, Rita, in the past week to entertain yourself? 
I did a bunch of stuff. I want to come back to a game that I didn't have the time to talk about. Um, oh, yeah. The previous week it was oh. called The Eternal Castle. That's the first game I finished in 2019. And Pierre, I think you finished it as well. Yeah, uh, after I finished Nier, I... You, you played Eternal, Eternal Castle. Yeah. So um, I'd be curious, like, how would you describe it? Like, um. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's really hard to describe it without spoiling it uh, just a little bit. It's a good mm. game. <laughs> I'd say it's close to great for yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a short uh, adventure game. It's like two hours. Yeah. Yeah. It took me a bit more because it's hard at first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of it's a bit unforgiving. Like to to briefly explain the Eternal Castle, yeah, uh, you have to think about like old school Prince of Persia or um, oh, I love that. You know, like um, CGA style Pitfall. games, uh, Another World, uh, that those kind of like weird rotoscope, like super pixely old games from like 90, 1987. Yeah, I used to play it on the black and white Mac. That's that's what it looks like, but it's all like super bright neon, like a super bright neon color palette it's with mostly like blue. yeah light blues and bright pinks. Ooh, and it's like this savage planet trope, like fantastic planet trope, where it's like uh, you crash as either Adam or Eve on a planet, and then you have like missions to pick up parts for your spaceship and fly back to space but you need to grab an AI and it's just like there's monsters there's like wild people and stuff like that and it's all like 2D super stylized the presentation I think like it's the best or the most original presentation I've seen in a game in a while yeah since Oprah did <laughs> but uh, yeah. it kind of reminded me of that like uh, era with, with the Oprah didn't look right yeah like, yeah there's that revival it's, it's, not, it's of, not the same like, look yeah. but it's like it's it's doing an old PC type game mm-hmm but doing it well. Yeah. Like, um, there's three, four levels in the game. There's like five. There's yeah, like four there's levels the and the, and the Eternal level. Castle, which is the last yeah. level. Uh, the music is like super high-octane synthwave. Um, it's like, what, $12? It's a two-hour romp. It plays like the classics, but with quality of life improvements. Um yeah, exactly. Like it's just done better, and every every uh, level is based on a different type of fighting or puzzle. Yeah. Like one of the levels is a horror level, um, so yeah, you, have, you, you can do stealth. One is a brawler. One is like a shooter, like where you have to cover, oh, really? and it's all two D. Okay. And well, they managed to have like different style of games, like different yeah. genres of game in a two D, classic Prince of Persia style gameplay. That's, yes, that's what I loved about the original Prince of Persia. Actually, the first time that I saw the 3D, the first 3D Prince of Persia, I think Sands of Time, mm-hmm. uh, I was really disappointed actually because mm-hmm. I spent my whole childhood playing the old Prince of Persia mm-hmm. while the port that was on the Mac, yeah. that was the inferior version of the SNES version. Mm-hmm. But I really loved the fact that the movements were kind of fluid. You could. Everything was in 2D, so it was well-defined and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you do an error, it's not the camera's fault. It's your fault. Oh, you, well, you'll see. It, it yeah. just looks great. The animations in that game well, are That's the thing. Like, it's, incredible. it's with the knowledge of, like, today. So yeah. imagine that, but, like, good. You know, because <laughs> if you look back to Prince of Persia, like, uh, you need to, to jump, like, two hours in advance to, to make your jump and things like that. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's true. And there was a huge delay for the jumps. So it's like it's it's it replicates that, but on purpose. So it's tight. Mm-hmm. It's well executed. I think it's like Playzorus Studios who made it. I haven't heard of them before. Uh, I think that's the publisher. That's the publisher. Yeah, it's okay. just like two or three guys that worked on it. Well, great job. That's like that felt like a really good start of the year. Like yeah. For for I, games uh, to I to start with the Eternal Castle. Because yeah. um, uh, you you were like pushing it onto me. Yep. And um, I bought it for you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's the best yeah. way of pushing it on yeah. you so like here, I had here's, here's, you have no excuse anymore here's the games invest it's your time hours. yeah and like when I when I started it I was like oh no not not something super hard to control and everything but it turned out like once you get it it's there's two hours left to your game right? yeah exactly yeah. it's like it's an evening or two yeah and um that was kind of a disappointment to me I didn't pay for it, so whatever. But <laughs> yeah, like um, it's so good that I wanted maybe a more yeah six hour experience. You know, like it 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 warrants a sequel. Yeah, it left it left me uh, it left me a little bit like hungry for more. Yeah. All right. So if enough people support it, maybe the developers gonna go like maybe we've got something on our hands. Yeah, I think I think it. Yeah. Well, it's definitely people to look at like this this game like definitely needs it's, it's already getting a lot of attention just for its style and presentation how yeah. original it is um but uh i'm pretty sure like people are looking at whoever made that game and are gonna they have a good future like in terms of like games they're gonna make and uh i'll be there for it too i want to see what they'll do you know what with that shining recommendation i believe i'm gonna go get it right after Because try it, try it. I really, really love the old style Prince of Persia. It's not a huge time investment, and uh, I think you'd like it. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's one of the good games, right? <laughs> it falls under the must plays, I think. And uh, I've heard, uh, Rita, that you've been uh, playing a game that came out barely two days ago. I've been playing so many games, really. Like I'll, I'll I finished a bunch of games. I finished that. I'll. Come back to it. <laughs> like, just gonna, just gonna make sure I wanna. Like in two weeks, I had time to play What Remains of Edith Finch. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I played it in a in a weekend. It's, that's also like a short game. It's like three hours. Hmm. Came out in 2017. And thinking back on it, if I'd played it at the time, it might have been maybe one of my best games of the year, if not like the, the industry best. has moved fast already, or like. Uh, yeah, but I feel it's just. No, it, it moved fast, but it. I think it's those kind of games that are timeless. Okay, so it's gonna so, age well. So you're saying like, if you'd played it during that year, it would have fallen in that year's list. Exactly. because so now it's good. like it's it's still good. Like I played it like because it was free on the Epic Game Store. Mm -hmm. um, I picked it up after your recommendation. Yeah, so I was like, well, it's free. It's a good time to try it. I just wanted to try it. And I uh, ended up just playing it in one sitting, three hours about. Okay. And it's just, it's a beautiful story about just legacy and family. And it's like you explore, uh, you're playing as uh, Edith Finch, basically. And she goes through her like uh, family lineage and how they died. Hmm. And she's going through her house and it's like this big, huge, eccentric house. And her family has like 
a huge history from like her first uh, like great great grandfather uh, leaving Norway and then her great grandmother uh, like living in the United States and just like having their f first children and she sees like how there's kind of this curse on the family people seem to die for like different reasons no one really dies from a natural death and you explore that through uh, journals uh, reports papers and stuff like that and it just it's one of the best mixes of text and voiceover narration that I've seen like in a game. Is it kind of like Gone Home then? It's the same people who made Gone Home. Oh, I see. Oh, really? Okay, well that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> they they so, did it right. Yeah. Because there's absolutely nothing that hints you um, on the next thing to do in Gone Home. And that's one of the strong points, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it's really free. Like 100% yeah. open... Yeah. Like, and does it does it conclude the same way in the like? Do you if you examine certain elements in a certain order, does it have a different ending or does no, it no no no? All... It's, it's just you get you just get a full picture. Well, Gone okay. home, yeah. gone home had different endings. Yeah, I was wondering if they changed that ever since. Yeah, <laughs> no, like it's just it's it's a straightforward narrative where it's like you you'll find a way to reach someone's room. You'll find a document that documents their death, and then you get transported into like a gameplay recreation of their last moments. Oh, Let's shit. say, um, like Edith's uh, uncle who died as a teenager. Uh, like he was on the beach during a party, and a storm was coming up, and he was just flying his kite. So you're just flying her uncle's kite and just like going through the words and getting like the narration of what was written in the diary or what was written in it's not like necessarily a, in the same place all the time no it, it changes areas and some stories like they're maybe like three minutes long mm. but i was like oh you know just like stoic playing the game and i was like oh i just teary-eyed in like three Aww. minutes I'm like how did you get me there <laughs> like how does this game got me like to that point and it's not always just tragedy it's sometimes it's like there's something wholesome and just very sincere and well communicated in that game it's all like about like um death positivity oh Whereas, see that's really that's a really hard subject to to bring up yeah i love that it's like people are becoming like there's the whole like death positive movement where people are more uh, in tune with just accepting mortality, talking about it in a mature manner, and just understanding that people will die sometimes. Like it's it's learning how to grief in a mm -hmm. healthy manner, mm. and I feel the game is really good with that. And like it, it just it shows that it's not just trying to grip at that sentiment of like sadness and just. Um, hopelessness it's like there's something beautiful about being alive and about knowing people and sometimes they disappear from your life uh sometimes you know people die for awkward reasons accidents anything but it's it's about the life more so than they lived before they died than just like focusing on like oh we're all gonna die it's terrible it's uh it's a very positive game i encourage it for a lot of people, even people who don't play games, could really enjoy What Remains of Edith Finch. I'm, I'm really surprised to hear about that because, well, usually games that try to bring that up as a subject has, like, really big religious overtones. I imagine this doesn't. 
uh, they mention religion in the game, but it's not. It doesn't feel uh, like it's trying to cater to any source. It, it's not trying to cater to a sense of afterlife, like oh, yeah? meaning or like what happens after death. It's no. It's about the life you lived and the way you left this world is more important than just what's going to happen after. Because yeah, who knows really? Who can pretend to know? But uh, that's I'm going off topic, but. oh but that's fine i mean seeing that a video game can 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 in this day and age bring up such delicate subjects i mean it's gone a long way now it's just it's it's great that we can have uh discussion as a society over a video game something that people didn't take seriously like barely 30 years ago <laughs> well yeah it's like a, like every medium it's expanding it's exploring there's a lot of great work being done yeah, yeah. I agree mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna try it out especially since I have it free uh, yeah. I, I think it's still free with uh, Twitch Prime at the moment so oh, is it? viewers out there please click it before January 31st Okay, because I, I saw it on Prime. the Epic Store. Yeah. Okay, okay. But it's also on the Prime Store? I, I, I believe so. Okay, cool. Um, I got it on PS4 so for free, so... Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice. And uh, you said you, you played other games this week? Yeah, I played a bunch of other games. Uh, the Mike Bithel games. Yeah. Um, Subsurface Circular, Quarantine Circular. Yeah, I was wondering how uh, how... Amazing it is because I, I I I have very high expectations. Please tell me it's amazing. Please. Uh yeah, it feels like reading a really good book. This it not no no. I'm oh, gonna retract that. I'm gonna retract that. It oh. feels it feels like participating in a well crafted interactive novel. It's a bit like it's a grade more. There's less gameplay than a visual novel. But there's a bit more writing. Hmm. Yeah, okay. Because, so, well, visual novels are just like surface thoughts, kind of like fleeting. It, go, it goes into cool concepts. Like, um, subsurface circular is about just this detective robot that um, another robot comes to him and says, or her, uh, you can choose actually, like your pronoun for uh, your robot. Hmm. Uh, for, for your robot? Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, you can. That's evolved. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking evolved. <laughs> you can choose. So, okay. um, and basically, the, uh, another robot comes to them, and they tell them like, "There's been like weird disappearances amongst robots. What's happening? Could you investigate? Like, you're a detective, and just like, sure. And as a robot, you kind of talk to other robots that have different roles within the society. And as you ask questions, you, the player, are kind of uncovering." what is this society in itself? Because you're, tr- you're, you're kind of like thrown in media res. Like you don't know this world already exists. Oh, okay. It doesn't do an intro or anything like no, that. No, no, no. It's not like in the year in. 20XX. <laughs> the, the robots are called yeah. replicants. And as you're asking questions, like, you understand like, oh, this is the robot human relationships. Okay, so we're all under the surface. There are... Like yeah, exactly. That's something you discover as you play the game. There are humans. And, and the robots aren't named like Jean-Paul and Pascal. And that's <laughs> what I was getting to. That's it felt like if Nier had a bit better writing, but much less time and budget. Hmm. And it really focused on that sense of like um, 
what place does do these robots have in the world and what how do you react to just oh what are those mass disappearances and you eventually get an answer for the mystery mm. which is cool and not what you would think it is it's very clever and it's um and it's kind of like thriller formula because usually it's like oh there's a red herring it was this person maybe but no it was that person it's way better written than that oh yeah. and and the choice of dialogue i saw in the mini trailer that i i saw i think but in um the uh, kind of funny uh game cast mm-hmm. um in the trailer it showed that all your dialogue choices where you knew in advance which subject that you'll focus on like it's it's way better crafted than let's say mass effect dialogue choices or 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 um any of those open world games where you you have gray area moral choices to make and everything yeah well this game has no fail state oh yeah yeah much like what remains of Edith finch also like there's no fail state you just you go through conversation and if topics get brought up that could lead you to getting more information on something else, they're kind of uh, stockpiled in your uh, tangential topics that you can bring up. And then you just have more and more as you go on. And then you can come back to someone and it's like, oh, I heard this guy say this thing. And then you go back. It's the same principle as like huh. weird inventory in like this old guy, adventure games. Yeah, but, I, I'm but it's conversation of, uh, topics instead like of Phoenix items. Right. Yeah, where like uh, different Pieces characters have like lot, yeah, you or like new new subjects, I guess. Mm-hmm. So you can't ever fail in in Phoenix, right? You can only fail at the uh, trials. At the trials, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it just uh, the way it's written and the logic behind the conversations, just it it flows. It's a two-hour experience. Same with uh, Quarantine Circular, which is just uh, maybe what like. Mass Effect or Andromeda could have dealt more with, or that could have been a spin-off of Mass Effect, where just an alien lands on Earth, uh, and again, you learn about what's happening to Earth mm-hmm. at the same time as you're interrogating an alien. Mm. And oh. there's like a translation process, and the more you speak... Like a District 9 game. Yeah, but without like all the bullshit violence in the third act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it just, you start talking, and then... It's like, are they here for peace? What are they here for? Like, what's what's the deal with this alien? And what's cool, too, is that there's perspective changes throughout the game, something that subsurface, subsurface Circular didn't have. So you'll play as a guy interrogating the alien. Then you'll play as a medic interrogating the alien. You'll play as a military person interrogating the alien. Hmm. And depending on the choices you have and the interactions you had, the alien will react differently to either or like two different characters you think it's uh did it remind you of like a rival's story like you know how well basically the military can't really engage (laughs) in a discussion with the alien but somebody in linguistics could um there is that element to it Hmm. but again it's very limited in the fact that it only has two hours to yeah tell itself uh but it's it's really nice like if you just want to like relax on an evening, mm-hmm. you don't feel like watching anything or something. Like it's it's a very passive, just lie on your couch kind of game. You could play. I played it. On, I played both of these games on Switch. Just lie down, kind of play the game. You could even like be listening to music on the background if you want, because there's no voices. Mm-hmm. It's um, 
it's a really good use of a limited budget to mm. make a hybrid like between a novel and a game well and they, I, they have things to say basically yeah the, there's uh, it's not just like a story that has like a that's yeah, exactly what and I was it does, and it doesn't ask. feel like a video game rehash of a movie yeah, that yeah, you've already exactly. seen or a TV show you've already yeah. seen but now it's a video game yeah like it's really it's it's own thing and I'm like I think I didn't ever see this in a movie or like it, it's rare mm. yeah then from your description alone it seems like we didn't see exactly that in a video game what if True Detective was robots in a subway <laughs> Have you seen that? <laughs> like, yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of what it is, and it's okay. it's yeah. The, for that only, it, it get its merits, and again, it's fairly well priced. It's what like maybe six fifty. Mm-hmm. Like both these games, I just bought with my um, leftover uh, gold coins from my Nintendo account. Mm, yeah, oh, great. So, so it's yeah. kind of like renting a movie, basically. Yeah, got on your PS4 six bucks or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Except you very can, cheap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can it's actually nice. have the movie that you want to have. Well, well you want it. And with the subjects that you want to bring up. Yeah. <laughs> does it have multiple endings? You think? Uh, Quarantine Circular does. Oh yeah. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Subsurface Circular has two main endings. Quarantine Circular, I think, has way more. Um, but I've only, like, I only had one. I didn't feel like I needed to go through the game again to see all the endings. Yeah, all the endings and everything. Mm. So it was satisfying enough so that you you were like, oh no, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. I remember when we finished Heavy Rain uh, at your place <laughs> yeah, yeah, in yeah. one sitting the day that it came out, <laughs> 10 yeah. hours. Yeah, <laughs> it was all my fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It was the crashing of the motorcycle that didn't do the, the perfect ending uh, on the you, first run. You missed that prompt. <laughs> yeah, we missed one yeah. prompt. <laughs> one prompt, and it was yeah. the second best ending you could get. And you're like, fuck. Well, I, I walked out of the the warehouse with the electricity. Oh. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. You, 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 you still saw managed. <laughs> we still managed to almost get almost the perfect yeah, ending. Yeah. 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 You saw the challenge, you're like, fuck this. Yeah, I, I was putting myself into the character and going like, yeah, my kid's not worth dying of. <laughs> yeah. Electrocution. I was like, nah. Nah. No, no, yeah. me too. Um, when I saw all those yeah. prompts in order to get under the It felt too saw-ish. Wires. I was like, oh, he's probably not going to survive this. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> yeah, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. it's okay. I've got so, another son. <laughs> 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 well, like... <laughs> Sometimes choices in games is a bad thing. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Heavy rain. Emotion. Emotions. All the emotions. Oof. That made me take off my glasses. So. Mr. Rita, what else? It seems okay, like you okay, were okay, the okay. most active gamer here in all three of us. I don't... We should be ashamed compared to no, what no, no, you no, did. It's, it's, it's really just like, as we said at the beginning, like there was a snowstorm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to go out. Like, I was like, fuck it. I'm staying home. I'm going to play these games. And like, if you think about it, just like all these four games, not even 10 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Cumulatively. Like, it's not a... a not a lot of time when you're stuck in a snowstorm 
Don't don't you don't you have to be in a certain mindset to start a certain video game, like a certain kind of bravery that you need to do, or it's 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 really easy for you. You just go like, well, I want to try this out. I'll do it right away. Sometimes I just press the button, yeah, play. Uh, but I I knew starting Edith Finch and the circular games, um, that they don't have fail states. Oh, so you knew in advance. Yeah, you okay. know you're not gonna like struggle yeah exactly i'm not good because if it's skill based and i know like i'll have a hard time getting over a segment that's when it's like do i want to give myself the time to like grok this game and just like get better at it and fail multiple times or just some games are longer just because of that but these games were kind of like they're really respectful of your time oh and that's well and that's a great payoff in the end makes the huge difference I mean, you can press that button going like, I will spend around two hours on this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have the issue where once I finish a game, I can't start another one right away. Mm-hmm. Like I, and I can't start a book right away either, like, or a movie or like, well, no, with movies, when they're like trashy entertainment, I can watch two or three in a row. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like when I finish a game, I like, uh, I need a break from entertainment for a while. Yeah. Yeah, like, I totally understand. Maybe that. for that the same evening, maybe for a couple of days, but like I can't just jump into another world right away. I think that's very I, respectful mm-hmm. also for the authors and the developers and everything because well, You'll you're just playing it the it. way that yeah. it's intended to be played. And you know, if you go back to a game after after a long while and then you forget part of the story and you think that it's not as cohesive because you forgot it. It's not their fault, you know? (laughs) It's easy, like, if you kind of, like, binge play to kind of mash up all the games together and then, like, your memory will be fuzzy about what game had that. Yeah. Because you've all played them in, like, a... a, a, Yeah. yeah. yeah, It just kind of, like, melds. But I'd call that, like... It's, like, digestion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's you like need, you, you take need the to time digest to, yeah. a little bit, think of the game. Because I remember playing Horizon Zero Dawn right after God of War and not liking it. But now that I look back on mm-hmm. it, like I remember in the parts I enjoyed, you know. Mm-hmm. Like during it, I wasn't in, enjoying it. But yeah. I, I played Eternal Castle right after Red Dead 2. So I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> what a contrast, though. <laughs> Exactly. Well, that's the contrast. That's, they're different that's, enough yeah. that, like, it's like uh, it's your dessert, right? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like ah, oh, yes, <laughs> games can be so different and yeah. like enjoyable for different reasons at the same time. Yeah, I, I try. I yeah. tried playing it right uh, after I finished Near, and I had to wait a day to to play Eternal Castle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, especially after Near, I feel like there's a lot to that game in how it ends. Yeah. Oh, uh, but. Last week, I heard you say that you wanted to retract some previous statements on what you said about near Automata. Yeah. Mea so culpa. <laughs> so it's time to hear your mea culpa. Yeah. I, I, I thought about it even a little bit more, and I was like, I don't really want to retract anything. <laughs> so you went back and then, ah, no, I was, I'm fine. So, so basically, I... Uh, it's the first game I played this year and I finished it uh, last week. And um, yeah, during the, the podcast two weeks ago, I, I said it was a shitty game. And uh, 
I stand by it actually. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not it's not that great. Like uh, everything that I like about it isn't the gamey parts of it. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the 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 like the it's 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 like the intent of the uh, the, the 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 Yoko Taro is yeah. what I like about the game. Mm-hmm. But that's part of the game yeah. too. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. He only expresses himself in games nowadays. And that one hentai game that he's what? That he's doing real soon, yeah. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. What? Look it up, viewers. Look it up. Well, what is it? <laughs> I really don't know what you're talking about. Yo, I'll, I'll show you after. <laughs> is Fair it enough? like a visual novel or Oh well well, well visual? You'll see. It's yeah. it, it does have a story. Okay, okay. So so yeah, basically like uh like gameplay stuff like it it wasn't good for all the reasons i've mentioned mm-hmm. like the leveling up yeah. uh, and everything um it gets it gets interesting with its multiple endings and uh it has like my favorite part of the game was the credits to yeah, like, ending <laughs> e right yeah to to like uh one of this one of the endings i think that's everyone's favorite part it, yeah <laughs> but like it doesn't justify the 60 hours before it It took you that long? The, the whole game, yeah. 60 yeah. hours. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, the, that's the thing. You said that it was padded with useless side quests that look really which, which I did, dry yeah. and and long, like a long, boring fetch quest spell. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so that's at least the thing. if It's they, like they a... reduced it for 10 hours, would have been fine, no? Yeah, I think everything that was said in that game could have been said in, in maybe 10, 15 hours. It should have been just a platinum game instead of an RPG yeah, 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 yeah. slash platinum this game. This is the thing we said last time, and yeah, yeah. yeah, I go back to that. There should have been no level ups. Uh, every good side story should have been part of the main story, basically, mm-hmm. because it's all it it, it it all informs you on the uh, the AI and their world, and uh, I don't think it should be missed either. Like the the few mm-hmm. couple good side story side missions, but you have no idea which ones are going to be good, and like. There, I think there's 60, 66 side missions. Mm-hmm. Gosh. Uh, okay. so, yeah, there's a bunch. And they're all like, uh, protect people. Well, people. Go in that desert, find yeah. that weird robot, beat the shit out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's it's just a game that, that should have been uh, much shorter. Um, I, I get the idea that you, you replay it through different uh, point of, points of view. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But A and B are literally replaying the, the, same the game. entire game. Oh, yeah, it, okay, it, it feels see. like a budget thing too. Like yeah, just it's a, like pa- yeah. it's it's padding. It's not like it, yeah. it's almost like he made a good ish story around the fact that the company wanted his game to be longer. Yeah, yeah but essentially because, because he does it well in in this because you you end up thinking that that's the intent of uh, the 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 the. the To me, it, fe- it feels like a budget issue, but it also feels like fan service for the first game. Yeah, well, the first, the first game, game had did a it lot that of weird things. Yeah. And it did it well, but I felt like it wasn't... Like, to make that choice for especially paths A and B, didn't mm. feel so much like the creative choice added more to the story or the game than original Nier did. Because the original Nier playthrough A and playthrough B were wildly different yes mm. very very much so it's where you, it just flips on the head the moment you understand what's going on yeah you're and feeling, then you're, you you you, you, like, you oh, feel shit. empty 
yeah. <laughs> and basically, like, uh, like number C and D mm-hmm. are like different uh, points of views as well, but they're after mm-hmm. the main story. Yeah, it's a sequel to. It's, it's like own. it's a sequel yeah. to its own game, but it's also there. There isn't that much in there. There's maybe a, a, like 30 minutes of story in there. Everything else is just mm. go to the desert, defeat these monsters, go to this other area, defeat. It was mostly character development. Like I felt but, like it just but not yeah. that long. Like yeah. uh, a full anime episodes worth of. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. It's very, it's very anime-ish. Where it's like A2 kind of becomes more uh, in tune with. Like her, her, her capacity, yeah, accepting who she is, but also her capacity to feel for others, yeah, and to be helpful. Whereas 9S devolves into like kind of like selfishness selfishness and just spite, yeah. And and I was like, oh, that's cool. uh, That's a really like it was the best part of the game, story wise, but it was also like the the, the 9S stuff was just going to like three different towers and fighting monsters. Yeah. So it's just it's really bad, like boring game and, design. And the 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 big reveal from part C didn't come as a big reveal for me. I was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, the 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 A two coming into herself and stuff. Plus, spoilers. Uh, for me it was yeah. Well, yeah. I don't mind spoiling it. It's been a while, so uh, spoiler uh, for near Automata. Yeah, twenty seventeen game. <laughs> like, oh, the androids and the robots are made. Of the same oh, make, yeah. Yeah. so they're kind of the same. And then it goes, no, no, yeah, no. I hate them. <laughs> the, thing, oh, the thing that's in life uh, doesn't matter because we're all the same, so we're all disgusting. Oh, I, th- I thought you were talking I, about. I, I was like, mm. I kind of already guessed that. <laughs> yeah, I kind of guessed Maybe, that too. Like, especially if you played the first <laughs> game, where it's like, it's a big reveal for that character, but for yeah, for us as like spectators slash players, it's just yeah. And yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah and yeah. the point. Yeah. Uh, did I really have to sit through another two hours of gameplay in order mm. to have that conclusion I had forty hours ago? And there's no. nothing. There's nothing important <laughs> about the aliens either. Like they're brought in as this big thing. Yeah, they're just completely ignored. After but I think that's cool. That's like snow. They're just oh, you think it was about this, but no, they're all dead. It doesn't matter. Oh yeah, that that's fine. But like. There is no explanation as to why, like they came after the 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 humans that already left or something. So, yeah, you, you're gonna need to you're gonna need to buy like the the the, the book. Was there a book like with like extra content that explains like what happened between Nier and Oh Automata? That book, yeah, yeah. I actually bought it, and uh, there's kind of there's no way. trans. Uh, you have to look up translations online, and yeah. but the thing yeah. is. Uh, people compiled the translation so you can see the whole thing mm-hmm. and it has the actual canon ending <laughs> of the original game yeah. and it explains a bit of the timeline that happened between Drake and Guard 2 and, oh, yeah. and uh, well Drake Guard 3 is a, a bit of an odd animal on its own it's okay. a little bit separate uh, okay I thought it was related to 3 and then there's stage plays too yeah there's stage plays so do, do you know also, all of it kind there's of? a prequel book to Drakengard 3 that only came if we pre-ordered when it came out and it doesn't exist anywhere else yeah that's like I have that book yeah I have that book too and <laughs> I kind of yes <laughs> <laughs> we're like the only ones <laughs> ever that have it I didn't read it <laughs> 
<laughs> it's all right to admit it. <laughs> so, like, I, I don't know if you can answer me, but I have a question about one part in the game mm -hmm. where you, basically you're in uh, the, 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 the lunar base or whatever. The, mm -hmm. Not the lunar base, but the uh, the robot's base. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, there's one of the uh, androids who wants, who who's plotting something. Uh, like, she she's right in front of the general and she's just, like, looking down on them. Mm -hmm. And if you talk to, to, to her, you hear her, like, plotting something. Okay. And then, like, if you go back to her, she's just like, oh, leave me alone. And through the entire game, you never find out what it is. You never, like, nothing, no side quest relates to it. Really? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, there, there's, a bunch, there's a bunch of, like, um, side missions in the game like that where it's, like, they hint at, like, 2B being, like, 2E. Yeah. And her role is like yeah, to actually execute 9S before he gets too yeah, smart yeah. to uncover the truth and stuff like that. There's a lot of hints for that particular story or like that particular character. I don't remember if there's like kind of like a, a subtle explanation for it or sometimes like the the general excuse usually is just like, oh, but it has to do with the stage play. Yeah. Or it has to do with like some like other media associated with the franchise that explains some other elements to it. Man. I, I, I don't know if you'll find your answer there, but I, to be honest, I don't, I can't answer you. Like, I don't, I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, so the, the game has a lot of little things that are just aren't explained. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's... So it if you got Wikipedia forced. equipped, yeah, <laughs> it's a little better. I, I excuse that out of old games. Yeah. Like, but with this, I don't get it. And the, and the, it's like yeah. it's like God of the Gaps. Uh, you know what? I'm like I, I I get the criticism, but I like media that doesn't explain to me everything I need to know. Me too, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm like fine. Evangelion, my favorite piece of media of all time. Yeah, it just leaves so many loose ends that it's up to your imagination to fill it in. Yeah, and then they explain just a little bit, and all the all of the fans go wild. I mean, feel like this isn't uh, this isn't uh, like Twin Peaks. Yeah, but I feel that's. Is Twin Peaks bad because it doesn't explain everything? Fair, fair enough, but I <laughs> that, that in this instance, it's a game that like mm -hmm. tries to 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 get you interested in it because of these things. I'd say I'd say it's not so well. I can't decide why no. you'd like it. Like some people might just like the character designs or even the yeah. gameplay. Like I don't, I can't decide what people like about the game in general, but what that experience was for me it was just in interesting to see androids and robots trying to emulate elements mm. of humanity yeah, and yeah, displaying just the some of the best examples of what humanity can be but also the worst examples of what it is and yeah. just replicating the same mistakes and they that, keep repeating the yeah mistakes. they keep yeah. repeating the mistakes just yeah. it's like oh it's kind of a meditation on humanity from like a non-human perspective yeah and it's quite bleak and, and, and most that, of it's like yeah. Uh, duration and it ends on such a like high note which is still a bit hopeful and like like you said the credits and yeah. just like there's the credits are more about the humans playing though they're not really it's not really about this well it's about itself. how humans can work towards each other and be selfless too yeah like in a certain way and there's and the game conveys it not just like through a dramatic cutscene but through gameplay yeah and that I think that's that's to the game's merit mm. My, my favorite parts were when you played uh, as Pascal. Yeah. And I wish there was a little bit more of that. Mm -hmm. I like it. Because I, I preferred, preferred those characters to like the 
highly fetishized characters. You know? mm-hmm. Then again, yeah. don't you think that that all the depictions of all the different philosophers in the game was a little on the nose? Like, yeah, hello, yeah, we could have guessed with yeah. all the quotes that they've been <laughs> but, spewing but they, at us. But they put they they put them into like they 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 show their flaws more often than not. Like oh, Marx is just okay, a huge machine punching you. Like yeah. it's practically a factory punching you in the face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if that's genius subtle or stupid or everything at the same time I think it might be <laughs> considering the 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 intent of the the, the owner of the, the of yoko taro i yeah. think it's it's on purpose yeah like, yeah so so like this part is good I, i i think he just needs a good budget to make like the game he he's meant to do i think it's a shame because well if it would be much shorter that message will would yeah. spread across and it would it would be a bigger hit it's the it's the ultimate struggle of like with infinite money and time what could x do yeah exactly well yeah we'll But see yeah, what happens I, i do i i really hope yeah. that they'll continue the series quite honestly because i think yeah. there's more mm-hmm. to develop on these subjects and this crazy timeline well, at least another could... game for him you know yeah yes definitely yeah. well now he's high profile now so It's that true. budget that, might that, come. That game made made him very popular. Yeah. yeah. So that budget might come, and maybe we'll have like a better tarot game. Yeah. Finally. By <laughs> the way, for you viewers out there, yeah. if you search up Yoko Taro, the author slash director of uh, of it, very odd character, very very cool to to see what he's up to and his ideas and his public appearances. He does wear a huge ML mask in public because mm. he's shy. And he has very interesting opinions. It's uh, I, I love him. He's he's a nice celebrity. He does like great promotions too, like that commercial where he just rolls on the ground. <laughs> This is a shit square Enix. <laughs> he's like uh, the 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 opposite of Camilla, uh, who just like blocks everybody he talks to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love those like eccentric kind of. They, they they have types. a character yeah. when they become a public presence. Which yeah. Is, yeah. Just like uh, just like Earthbound's author, I mean, when um, I don't remember his name, Shigesato uh, Itoi. Yes, Itoi. Yeah. Yes, uh, when he was promoting Mother Three, mm-hmm. uh, um, I love Mother Three. Um, he literally had a live stream of his aquarium at his personal home, <laughs> and you could see him through the aquarium once in a while, and there was a Mr. Saturn in it and everything. It was 24-7. So occasionally he he would be in his in a sort of jogging tracking suit like yeah. running in the background like like <laughs> I I don't know if it's still on but I think for a while on his website there's just there's a camera to the uh, Hobonichi offices and it's just there and like most of the time there's nothing there except a plant but like, <laughs> passing by and it's just 24/7 That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. I wish I knew him more. Like I know he's been involved in a lot of projects. Like he was a marketing guy before, and he did like voices and Ghibli movies. I think he was the dad in uh, Totoro. Of, and yeah, and he's he's kind of a designer, if you want. Like that's, yeah. I think that's his the way he describes himself as. Cool. So like it's just very Japanese. So you you you'd need to like know the celebrities that he hangs out with or has interviews with. Mm-hmm. He recently did an interview with like a, a very famous wrestler, 
So like th- okay. he just he's he he's just out and about. Yeah. And he made having fun kind of like the a Bill Murray type of person. Like he oh, just yeah. made, okay. made his life fun and public. Okay. <laughs> that's yeah, that's how he goes. Cool. That's why it made me think of uh Taro. <laughs> yeah. Also I'm I'm thinking right now about um Suda. Oh yeah, Suda one Goichi. because uh, uh did you guys get like Travis Strikes again? Oh no, Heroes. not yet. I did not. Yeah, but... I I got it, but I'm uh, I'm playing Dragon Quest right now, so it's gonna be a while until I play it. I got it uh, just to to like spend money on his uh, yeah on his thing. Yeah, yeah, just to encourage a grasshopper. Like Can't wait the... to play that. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's that's a game I finished last weekend. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, I started. It's it's uh, it's a much longer game than the other games that I've played like in, uh, in the previous two weeks but yeah Travis Strikes again no more heroes um, I was talking to Pierre about it a little bit before the podcast and mm. it's kind of unfortunate because the game isn't getting really good reviews oh and I understand oh, I was saying yeah. I haven't seen I yeah. haven't seen a single good review yeah, yeah. we predicted that oh yeah. shit or three thumbs the three thumbs prediction but the thing is I don't mind it I, like it's I understand where the reviews comes from like it's people were expecting no more yeah, heroes yeah it's unwarranted hype basically yeah. yeah people expected no more heroes uh, well even myself I didn't really know what to expect like to be honest because it's like oh it's it's a game series that I've liked on the Wii it was really uh, out there and was very strange and just very Suda 51 in a certain way and like made a sense of humor and yeah, yeah yeah very like meta commentary on games and it had humor but humor based in games you know how like some games try to build humor on other medium where like they'll reference maybe films or try to build jokes within their own universe mm-hmm. I feel like No More Heroes knows what's happening especially Travis Strikes Again it kind of knows what's happening in other games Oh, okay. In the industry, and it just it borrows from that. It makes fun of the industry in itself. It's a it's, it's a game like a f- game that's like a tribute or fan to every other like indie or triple A thing around it. Basically. It's 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 that. It, it's you very can see Suda is really in love with Hotline Miami. Like, oh, really? A literal level where he's like, "Hey guys, if you want to make a game together, I'm ready. Look at how much I love your shit." <laughs> and then you play the level and then you're like shit cool I wish that happens I wish yeah. the developers uh, of uh, uh, Hotline Miami like get to play this game they'll probably like a like, sequel get a like, like a, a Travis Strikes Again sequel but Hotline Miami style maybe? yeah that would be yeah, cool yeah well like yeah. I would play that I would be more compelled game? to play that than Travis Strikes Again yeah. <laughs> within the game there's like yeah. love letters to games yeah, that's what and I'm developers yeah. like Suda51 loves. And he's like, oh man, I really love this game. If you guys are listening, we could work together. I really like that. And that's where the meta commentary comes from a lot. And there's hints of every Suda51 game he's made in Travis Strikes Again. Yeah. There's like novel segments where it makes fun of its own like previous games, the silver case, silver case, twenty fifth ward, seven. Yep, yeah, recurring yeah. characters. Um, it's in that sense, that's what I like about it. It feels like it's a good comedy about games as a game. So the the, the important thing I, I think here is um, 
to to know is that he hadn't uh, directed a game mm-hmm. since No More Heroes two or maybe one. Really, wow. he, he yes. was just like because he he was basically the, like the owner of the the team, but he was never director again. So it's like a comeback to him, and maybe he, like every other game before No More Heroes was like a visual novel. So this is his second or third action game. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he he came back because he's loving the indie scene right now. Yeah, yeah it shows. Awesome. It shows in the game. Like even just the, the the main plot, which is like it's never been a major thing in No More Heroes. It's always kind of been super silly. But Travis is sucked in games. Mm-hmm. And it's the Death Drive Mark II, and like he mm. needs to find like oh. it's, it's death funny. balls that he <laughs> like puts, how? and then he mm-hmm. finds like old school or classic or super rare games, and then he jumps in the games to like defeat them. And if you uh, defeat all the games which are super rare, you get like one wish, Dragon Ball style. Yeah. Oh my god, it combines so many elements. <laughs> yeah, just it, there's yeah. so many like just it <laughs> it twists and turns with its story, and it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It's just it's a celebration of someone who makes games, who also loves what games other people are making. Yeah. That's a la humor, a la um, Tales of Borderlands. I mean, sometimes people are like, Shh, "This doesn't make sense," and then they're like, "Yeah, just get a, just, yeah, just go just along play. with it." But <laughs> even then, that's that's limited in the sense that it knows that it's like a game that's being played by people. This is a game that knows that other games exist. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, just. Yeah, yeah. Just like, as it's a small joke in the game, but there's a le- there's a game that you find, and at one point you just enter, and there's practically nothing, just checkered shit. There's like, oh, this is what the Unreal Engine looks like when like a level isn't finished, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like a yeah. Unreal Engine layout. And that's, then that's pretty good. And there's yeah. a bu- the humor comes from that, and that's what I love about this game as much as like people might criticize like how its gameplay is kind of just could be like considered like it's a, a muso like yeah right? it's a button yeah. masher and it's really cool in co-op yeah oh. it looks fantastic in co-op i really want to play with somebody else um there's uh you mentioned the death mark earlier and yeah. that's something that's also in uh, let it die yeah there's characters from let it die that appear yeah, so like the, like the death mark but in the future is, mm-hmm. is in let it die yeah and uh the the death mark is uh the the game console is is really interesting how it, it came about Basically, uh, Suda51 was, uh, was asked by a museum to come up with a game experience. And like, uh, they, they expected him to just like, make a game and like, have it in there. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, they expected him to make a game like, uh, as part of an exhibit. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it's one Casually of the... It's like a MoMA. <laughs> well, it's for, for a museum. Mm-hmm. So uh, like, there were peop- a couple of game designers that were asked. And uh, he came up with a death mark. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was expecting he was trying to make a, a a machine that would basically be like all of the game consoles ever made like yeah that's how it stuck feels. together what and, and uh, emulating any game basically yeah. what the fuck and it how would all can be you pull VR. that off like a huge chimera of just well the the the, the 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 museum just the curator just didn't understand his idea (laughs) he probably didn't even understand what they were asking him to do yeah yeah wow that that was a miscommunication and a half gosh but like he still has that idea and he he like he kind of wants that mark to exist in real life 
Oh, so, really? So one day maybe he'll have the funding and the ambition. So ever or, since he's done that, like it's, it's been in his last two games. But considering <laughs> so, like who Suda51 is... I'm pretty sure every one of his games is gonna feature the death mark. It's gonna be, it's gonna be in there. It's gonna be part of the main plot. Like he's not gonna care. He's gonna shove it in your face. Like, like, remember the death mark? Because it's a good idea. Like, yeah. you, like just every emulation, every console stuck together to your brain or whatever. Yeah. I think that it's really cool that he did Travis Strikes Again because well, what it feels like is that he really wants to branch out another video game types, mm-hmm. but he needed a real loud way to say it. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, show it off. He wants to collaborate, <laughs> and that's something that doesn't happen a lot in the industry. Is sometimes collaboration between like rival studios, because well, there's. I feel like there's a like. It's not. It's it's certainly not in his area, right? In <laughs> like, uh, in in Japan, games are very much like company based. There's not that many like uh, interconnectivity that he mm-hmm. found in the indie scene. Basically, yeah. He saw it in the indie scene. People going to meetups and like just yeah, each yeah. Other out it's definitely happening way more in indie scenes and game jams over the world. Yeah. Uh, game jams becoming like the 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 source for like creativity for indie games and even like triple a games and even you see it a little bit more in triple a games let's just yeah. think about like smash mm-hmm. yeah for that's... example that's like that's one of the greatest collaborations like in video games if you think about it yeah games oh, are yeah. just becoming more collaboration and just also well with the uh death stranding engine yeah yeah there's, there's it's, a, it's a call like, to collaboration basically yeah, yeah. and I, I think yeah we're in the best space for video games right now and uh, this shows it when mm-hmm. like known figures are, are moving forward as well yeah 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 well one day we're gonna have cross uh, platform uh, playing for all That's three major consoles plus pc maybe one day <laughs> we got chocobos in assassin's creed origins oh god really yeah. huh yeah oh yeah i did that yeah <laughs> i had a chocobo right. a chocobo yeah there's like an a, official chocobo. Yeah, yeah. there's a Final Whoa, Fantasy you caught 15, me off guard. Uh, yeah, there's a yeah a crossover. Are you shitting me? Yeah. No. <gasps> Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> you blew my mind. Well, it's not really a chocobo because there's, it has f- four legs, probably, right? No, right. It has two. It's a chocobo. No, it, it, it's, it's a, a weird mount. It's like a camel shaped like a chocobo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah there's like it has four legs. That it's sounds not, gross. I need yeah. to look it up. No, there there was a chocobo. I remember. And there is, like, but it's like it's it's a fucked up chocobo. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, because I used right. it. So, okay. Because yeah. I, I, I and I remember Final Fantasy fifteen had like the Assassins Festival, which yeah. is a weird <gasps> thing to celebrate. Oh, I just looked it up. Okay, viewers, just search. Oh, that Assassin's is fucking weird. <laughs> Assassins <laughs> oh, Creed chocobo. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Look yeah. at this fucking. Bird. But to be fair, like in a oh, in, man, in, kill in, it. In the, <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? While, while you're playing from from behind, you don't really notice it. <laughs> That's probably maybe I just saw footage from like like oh, X back or something because oh. I didn't play it, but I saw like screenshots and I was like, oh, you didn't see it in motion. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. So it's what just a That's horrific. Yeah. <laughs> it's a I choco don't like horse. That. <laughs> and yeah, it, it's basically a, a chocobo head and tail on top of a camel, basically. Yeah. Why? <laughs> they could have just had a chocobo. It could have been on two legs. Yeah. Yeah. Which sound does it make? Quay or wark? 
or give me your DLC money. <laughs> <laughs> it was free. It was free. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Decent enough. It's a small puzzle. You meet the the antagonist of Final Fantasy Fifteen. Oh, you get some Final Fantasy Fifteen weapons, and they're the best in the game. So I was just using that. It didn't fit at all. But, yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about that. Noctis is every fucking way. <laughs> I swear to God, Except Smash. I am not surprised if I would fucking buy a Cracker Jack box and see Noctis <laughs> as the prize. Going like. That whore? (laughs) You have to be everywhere. You have to be in mobile adaptations and mobile spin-offs. You have to be in mobile crossovers. And it's 100% just because they need to make their money back from a decade of failure. Making that stupid game with Nomura failing for a decade. Yeah. And then the game being salvaged by other directors for him. Pierre. (laughs) Pierre, I feel that you're sour towards this creature. That's the game. It's just it's it's been a complete failure since like twelve launched. Like uh, Final Fantasy has just been like handed over to this guy that's not a game developer that mm-hmm. just does nice uh, three three quarters side face art <laughs> <laughs> zippers plaid patterns. He's just a fan of Gact, and it's yeah. just like, oh yeah, Gact is in every fucking game since 1997. And like the, the thing is, the, the studios, the studios good, uh, so they're they're all like legit games, you know? They're they're all good games, but they're never the same like level of quality. It's like it's like the Nintendo seal of quality. Like Square had that type of thing where you knew if you got their game there'd be like we worked hard on this thing yeah now they just work long on these things yeah Ooh. well i feel like nomura isn't so much a director as he is a brand yeah but he's Definitely. he's put in the director's seat because everybody else left the company yeah <laughs> yeah pretty much oh, i think so. okay well that explains <laughs> yeah. some things he's yeah. the only one willing to do the work but the the, yeah. the only person i know that finished kingdom hearts finished it in 20 hours so like yeah, and that game took what 15 years to 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 make oh kingdom hearts 3? 3 yeah 3 yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well. so uh, when did it come out uh, i mean uh, it's, it's only on two copies right yeah it's it, the there's the review embargo was like lifted yeah since so yesterday like, right i think so or like thursday days, maybe yeah yeah i saw uh, some critics saying it's good but in order yeah. to have the true ending you need to collect a whole bunch of things that aren't fun to collect. Well, I think that other Kingdom Hearts had the same okay, the same like logic to its oh. like true endings, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that there were true endings but like a, a little cutscene. Well, yeah, it's an FMV or like a cutscene at the end of uh, of the credits if you got the things. The thing is there's like two games that he he's uh, helmed for the past 15 years mm-hmm. and they both released uh, in the last two or three years yeah. Final Fantasy 15 and this and uh, Final Fantasy 15 had to be finished by somebody else and this one is much shorter than everybody <laughs> anticipated what really yeah. huh yeah, 20 hours 20 for hours, a JRPG yeah. yeah usually in a Kingdom Hearts even Birth by Sleep or Dream Drop Distance yeah where <laughs> yes I know those names <laughs> <laughs> 358 divided by two days. 
over two days. <laughs> over two, yeah. Yeah, uh, over two. Sorry, that's the canon naming of it. Yes. Yeah, and uh, like I guess these games aren't aren't spinoffs anymore because they're now like seventy seventy five percent of the story. Mm-hmm. Like there there's there's more spinoffs than the main number. Well, apparently so they're, they're all canon. So they're apparently all, they're yeah. all canon. They're, they're all not canon. spinoffs. So, so that's what spin-offs. I'm saying. They're not <laughs> they're not spinoffs. Yeah. But like I didn't get the memo, so I haven't played the Kingdom Hearts in like. 15 years yeah. I haven't played since 2 and the cell phone game is 100 years before Kingdom Hearts 1 yeah okay I think so <laughs> well <laughs> let's look it up let's look it up I actually wanted to bring it up right. today we are solving the Kingdom Hearts <laughs> timeline <laughs> there has been literally has in, done my, it for us. <laughs> in my video subscriptions of YouTube literally everyone is covering oh, all of the timeline of Kingdom Hearts at the moment because it's uh, that difficult by the understand. way we're joking we're not doing that that's yeah I was a big Kingdom Hearts fan when uh, the original two games came out. Like, I, I beat the shit out of them. Look at but, this. Um, I, I found the, the, the list, list of the of... order that it has to be considered in. Okay, at least the chronological order is something people can agree but upon. I, I, yeah, but yeah. I, don't think, I don't think there should be, like, a chronological order, right? Because it's just, it's a mess of a thing, right? And they yeah. didn't release chronologically, so... No, 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 exactly. And it's always, it should, everything should be, like played or watched in order of release of release because it, it, it's intent because then I you think can so see too. yeah always i feel like I, imagine I think playing I've, the zack game before playing final fantasy 7 yeah How boring final fantasy 7 like, would be why do yeah. i care about this yeah crisis core was cloud cool. person yeah <laughs> <laughs> like yeah you need context for it and usually like when prequels happen or i'm thinking about like um a much lamer example, uh, the, the the Harry Potter universe. What if you started with the Fantastic Beast series? You might <laughs> never just care like about Harry. Exactly. Yeah. I was yeah. like, what's what's the deal with this kid? Yeah. And then it's like, yeah. And then maybe five movies in, you'd care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, basically, he and his next game, he said, like the second Kingdom Hearts three is done. I don't know if there's gonna be DLC or like patches or whatever. He's gonna move on to Final Fantasy VII uh, remake. Okay. Uh, and which was supposed to be handled by uh, another company, but they're they're uh, CyberConnect. Uh, maybe, but now okay. it's uh, it's in house. Okay. Um, they're probably just gonna pull the Final Fantasy XV engine, right? What? Like That's the one they use for Kingdom Hearts Three, anyways. Yeah, I think. they all yeah. look and play the same. I so I assume Final Fantasy VII is just going to be another action RPG that's like press X to win. Yeah, I, I, I call those like spectacle RPGs. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's like you mostly like it's and it's not a bad thing in itself. It's not the most engaging type of RPGs, but so was like Active Time Battle. If you think about it, it was just menu navigation with timed yeah like commands. Enough, but, but yeah, just mostly bad. like if I remember Final Fantasy XV, like if. Someone looks at it and never like played a game. They might be like, "How are you doing this? It looks amazing! Like you must be playing with like a, a flight simulator, like control board or something." <laughs> but then it's, it's like, no, it's, it's like it's, it's, it's just yeah, you're just holding a button and then you eventually press the dodge button. And if you need to heal, you can either press the triggers or just the D pad to yeah. consume a potion. That's that's how I felt about Xenoblade uh, Chronicles, the original one. I didn't do, play the second one. Do you know Nomura worked on uh, Xenoblade Chronicles two? Or oh, he played on two. Well, of course. There's a whole bunch of uh, of 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 the 
anime booby ladies with belts everywhere and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, so he collaborated on the latest uh, Xenoblade, yeah. Oh my I feel, god. I feel like a, a, a lot of manga or like even hentai artists collaborated on Xenoblade Chronicles too. I think the it was like a huge... Weed. like. Oh, uh, oh, okay. I didn't like, want to say that because I'm an expert, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an expert, it's just, you know, through the grapevines. But it's like, I've heard like, oh, many artists collaborating like this... Uh, Object person woman was designed by this artist and yep. um, vice versa. And okay, so that worked on one of them basically. Yeah, like probably the one different the artists worked on like. Yeah, you can probably like see like a list or like that's, that's really like cool, a catalog yeah. of them, and you can be like, that's the Nomura one. Yeah. that's the other artist one. Yeah. You can probably pick them out. It's cool that they collaborate. Um, as if Pokemon it's a bit cringy for me. Like artists. I don't like that anime bullshit of like collecting women. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, no, I found it yeah. uneasy when I saw the, the spirits <laughs> that you would collect yeah. from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I was like, ooh, this makes me feel uncomfortable, actually. It's, <laughs> like, ooh. Yeah. I don't know. And I play lots of games that are really like super heavy on that. Well, there, there's a... <laughs> but that was just uh, shameless. I, I forget the name. I think it's... Uh, something boyfriend like sword boyfriend or whatever there's gonna be a, like an indie oh yeah, yeah where it's like weapons that. or yeah, but you're dating them like there's a relationship it's not just a so like if you want that go go play that game yeah <laughs> the game the game caters to that and it doesn't try to pretend that it's like an action RPG and then yeah. kind of circumvents around and it's like hey this is like a whereas Xenoblade looks or, like yeah. it's to make like sales right it's just like yeah. it's telling you like yeah. The product, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the product, and the gameplay in it makes me think of you know the the the, the Final Fantasy fifteen engine. It's it's really okay. There's a lot of stuff that you can do, but there's only one thing that you gotta do that's good. Mm-hmm. You you even see the next skill that you're supposed to use after a chain of skills, and mm-hmm. that's the only one you could press. It's kind of RPG light. It's kind of you see the numbers on the screen, you see mm-hmm. the people collaborating and anything. But it's not really difficult at all. Not really challenging yeah, at all. They have the roles, yeah, the, yeah. the 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 magics, the the level ups, the the items, the equipment, the everything. Mm-hmm. But in reality, you don't feel that smart when playing it. Yeah, well, I, I, I feel like. Like you mentioned, Xenoblade Chronicles Two, Final Fantasy Fifteen, even to a certain extent, Final Fantasy Thirteen, are spectacle RPGs. Yeah, you kind of like if you have the strategy in your head, you know, like in Final Fantasy Thirteen, like which paradigms to use against which enemy. Even in Final Fantasy Twelve, if you have like the <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pierre, Pierre just, just showed just me the character designed by Nomura and I was like, oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, Pierre. Oh, Look it course. up, viewers. Oh, Nomura that's, that's, characters yeah, yeah, yeah. from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Look he it does, up. He does the, the bad organization characters, yeah. you know. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Super recognizable. Wow. Like, no, Fantasy that's 13, Even FF12, to a certain extent, like it could be considered like a spectacle RPG where you kind of just... Put in the like the, the, the gambits up, yeah. and you look at the game and the game looks spectacular on its own. Well, I think uh, like I don't want to mix Final Fantasy twelve in there because it's more of a like it's it's spectacle, but you still need to like know which tactics to put Yeah, it's on heavy characters. on tactics. You pause like, a lot. Quest yeah. technically does that too, but like you, yeah. it, it, it's uh it's more about your tactics than it is just like, oh look at how flashy this is. Yeah. Yeah, well especially Dragon Quest. Yeah. Like Honestly, yeah. Final Fantasy thirteen, the way that they handled combat is that 
Um, you have pre-programmed roles mm -hmm. that you could switch to, like a set of roles, depending on the situation. But the thing is, once you all had that all programmed in your head, like, oh, I took damage, I should be defensive. Oh, I should build up the break meter. Oh, I should go all out damage. You just switch between those four situations. Like you look at your HP, mm -hmm. you look at his break meter. You just look at both those things and you all the rest of combat is dictated by the state of your HP and the break meter. That's it. Yeah, I think that's... I don't remember if there's a lot of variety of combinations that you had to switch to depending on the enemies. I felt like you just put like... Um, what's her name? Uh, lightning. Commando setting, which is just like heavy hits that raises like the, the break meter. Mm -hmm. And then you'd switch to whatever you wanted afterwards. Oh, the break meter raised with magic, which was weird. I think it depends. <laughs> like some setups like changed, but it's just like as the game was being played, if you had your tactics or your setup first, you didn't have to do much. Nope, you didn't have to do much, honestly. And one other thing that I have to get off my chest of Final Fantasy XIII, in order to be good at the game, you have to use three party members, the same three party members. You cannot have the best version Mm -hmm. of the job that you want to have mm -hmm. it's only optimized if you take all those three and it happens to be the three characters that i hate the most so i hate uh, the game yeah. i hate it because of that i didn't play 13 and um as much hate as you guys are are, are putting i i kind of really want to try it i don't hate it <laughs> i finished it yeah uh, i had the patience to finish it honestly even if people are saying oh it's final hallway 13 oh there's there's it's it's so linear i didn't really care for the linearity i really loved the combat system at first i wanted to five star every single battle but then midway i was like what's the point i wasn't rewarded that much for the five yeah. stars for me, and just, if I yeah. just disregarded everything, that's the only thing that changed. The number mm -hmm. of stars. Oh, yeah, I there's ratings. At the end of the battle. True. And, yeah. all, and all you were locked in XP. very linear. All the files. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's, 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 not, that's not an issue I have with it. It's, it's not even an issue that I have with it. It's just, it's really easy to make fun of. Yeah, a little bit like Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really easy to, feign, to make fun of. And that's... Yeah. I'm fine with the game. Like yeah. I played it through completion in like two weeks. Like I did the side quest when it came out, like uh, one month before the first near. Because uh, because <laughs> every was, every one of those games has something in it. Like that's yeah. I just I felt like it didn't tell such a great story to mm -hmm. be honest, and it kind of ended on oh. like oh the Falsi and the LC Lacy. Yeah. These were different things. Well, to be yeah. honest, like more than the story as well, the visuals were so over the top. It was kind of impressive, but it was overwhelming where sometimes mm -hmm. I would be looking at things and I was like, what is on the screen? I don't know. I don't recognize. Like there'll be like a Falsi or whatever, like some of the god yeah, figures. And it's just like <laughs> shapes spinning within colors and mechanical parts and like animal horns. And it was just... Oh yeah, it's that one, right? Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, what is this? Am I, am I having a heart attack? Is that what I'm looking at? <laughs> is, that, like, is this real? Am I having a stroke? <laughs> just like, the end of my life? Like, Did I... <laughs> no, but it's... And yeah, it kind of like it... It it didn't go for... Like the story didn't do much for me. Yeah. Um, 
But other I, than that, it was it was still like it's worth trying. Yeah, because I have I haven't played it, but I I've listened to the soundtrack a lot. The soundtrack is great because uh, it's by um, Hamazu Masashi, and yeah. he worked on Saga Frontier Two and mm-hmm. a bunch of other games. And his soundtracks are just like something so different from what you'd get from Wematsu that mm-hmm. it is just yeah, it's incredible. Yo, just that battle theme. Yeah, like the battle theme. The battle theme alone, like, never got old. So this guy, he he was known uh, uh, in in Square because he did the piano arrangement albums. Oh, for, oh. So, so he, like that's why his his scores always go a bit deeper than what the others normally do. Did he mm. participate in the Advent Children soundtrack? Well, no idea. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. I mean, considering one of the best tunes is the piano one of the the battle theme one. Well, that that one, one scene, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. That I was think incredible. that one d- does come from uh... the Tifa scene that everybody had a wall scroll of. Oh yeah, <laughs> like ten years before the movie <laughs> even came out. Yeah, you would buy it at, like Chinatown. Tifa was like, yeah. yeah, like the stained glass, like church stained glass window, and it's like. Exactly. Everyone yeah. had a wall scroll. When I was 15 <laughs> years old, everybody had that fucking wall scroll. <laughs> so yeah, he did, he also worked on like a, a bit of Dirge of Cerberus, a bit of um, Musashi, Final Fantasy X. So, but hmm. I mean, because even though like they're attributed to certain people, like, like it's always like five composers. Yeah, right? exactly. It's not like Nobuo by himself playing all the instruments. <laughs> <laughs> He did one to oh six God. and then nine alone. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. He did nine alone. Uematsu, yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. The best soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. One of the best. One, one of, of the best, best soundtracks. Yeah. Did he it do sure Little Dragon? Like yes. Yeah. Yes, he oh, did. That fucking metal yes, song. You know the yeah, boss. The boss song? Yeah, the boss. Yeah, the boss. No, no, no. So like that's the Stare into uh, eternity. Uh, the light flashing <laughs> in my heart. <laughs> with that with that guy that sings off like, key a, the whole time. Yeah, it, it, it sounds it like a Black Mages uh, album. Like, yeah, it does sound like a Black Mages album. That just just from what you're saying, I haven't even heard it. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I kind of missed that whole era of, of like our JRPGs like uh, Vesperia, Lost Odyssey, Blue Dragon, Thirteen. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a couple more, but like, I I, I think that's worth revisiting because games two worlds, gonna... two, uh, worlds? two worlds. No, no, okay no, no not that, that one. <laughs> this is one of the first like flops. Yeah, on the Xbox uh, 360, okay. going like finally a good RPG for an Xbox. Nah, it's like Quest was an even more broken nah. Oblivion. <laughs> it had the ambition of oblivion. Yep. There aren't that many good companies for American RPGs. Like they have their unique look, but it's mm-hmm. like it's pillars and like Numenera and like. You mean Obsidian or people who work that, at Obsidian? So that's the yeah. It's, it's the <laughs> only people. <laughs> speaking of which, speaking of which, the Anthem demo is going on at the moment. The the beta, I think. Oh, the BioWare. I see. Yes, yeah. BioWare. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Anthem is going on, and from what I saw, all the gameplay that I saw on YouTube and everything up to now, well, in the past day, mm-hmm. um, I liked it. It looks honestly. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful it, it looks like it takes the combat of 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 the mass effect 2 and 3 andromeda i can't really say because i didn't even watch the gameplay of it much mm-hmm. but it takes the good parts of it 
Um, and removes it, all the RPG of it. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, honestly, other than the drops, of course. Yeah, know, like, the, I mean, one the of the equipment. cool, like, say what you want, but the Frostbite engine can make environments and anything. Well, like, and that forest. Like, can, <laughs> <laughs> that water. Yeah, yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> that water with a capital W. But it's yes. like environments and, um, like, I feel like anything that has to do with, like, mechanical looking things. It looks great in the Frostbite engine. Oh, yeah, yeah, if only they had, like, designers that make it look unique instead of an art station fucking... Oh, um, there you go! That was, that was kind of... That was kind of one of my <laughs> That's points. what I was getting at. <laughs> That's what I was getting at. I was like, angry, yeah. You know, I just got, like... You gotta sandwich it, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, here's a compliment, here's a drawback. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> but... Honestly, I do find, like, the Frostbite engine is really good at rendering, like, Gramfix. Uh, but not every <laughs> type of Gramfix. <laughs> like, like, we've seen it time and again. Like, I, I share that sentiment with, like, Dragon Age Inquisition Ugh. and uh, Andromeda, mostly. Uh. Faces, man. What's... What's, What's up with faces? Yeah. So, like, so if you're stuck with that engine, you Just can't... Just put a helmet on. Yeah. <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah. That's the Pretty thing. Much. That's exactly No faces. It. No faces. I, I, I watched <laughs> I watched my friend play it for, for a few seconds earlier, and I, I was like, oh, it looks great and everything. They the robots Iron look Man. But there's no like, It makes you feel like Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's actual... Like, wh- why can't they have faces? Everything looks like robot, technological, and everything. Why so, can't it be, like, colorful, like so, anime or so, whatever? Yeah, it, the, the way to go with this would be to make a Sentai game. Right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. But instead, what they do is, like, everybody that is loving the look of Anthem mm-hmm. are the people who hated, like, the look of Destiny or Warframe, and it mm-hmm. looks just the fucking same. Yeah, yeah, except uh, with less faces, with less, with, with <laughs> yeah, less yeah. personality. Because yeah. I, I feel like it's a, it's an engine made for like first person shooters, mm. so mm-hmm. I didn't consider that, that as like faces are important unless you shoot them. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> unless you shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, from what I've seen, like visually, it looks great. It looks like might a make you feel experience. like Iron Man or War Machine. It makes me feel all, like all Bioware them. has died. Well, that's Whoa. the thing. Sadly, oh. that's that's the sentiment I share. Is like, what if this game succeeds? That means that Bioware will never be the same. So in it, a way, it it's kind been. of a death of Bioware. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. if it doesn't, the studio will be blamed for it. So yeah. it's a lose-lose situation yeah, yeah, for Bioware a, in a certain yeah, way. Or at least another, yeah. I feel like Bioware has become this thing that we don't remember it for in a certain way. Well, the, uh, at the beginning of Bioware, they were all about, uh, you know, inventing the game genre of, you know, like open worlds and different forking paths and different conversations and in gray area moral choices and everything. And that's kind of implemented in every major triple A game nowadays, it seems like. It, it, they used to have like a very uh, black and white, like good good path but evil path thing yeah that's entirely gone right yeah yeah usually you had like the 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 paragon renegade kind of like it's not really good bad it's just like how do you do it do you strong arm or do you yeah like do it diplomatically Mm -hmm. but um are we going to be able to romance the Iron Man? Oh, yes. Women, no, they Iron announced people. that, that oh, there's no, no romance. Yet. No. no, no romance. That's just the but way it's it a, is. It's a, that's just the way. Things will never be the same. 
the way it is. They made they made Gene a Rangers. co-op game that's just like you know, they're it's trying to to compete with Destiny, Warframe, maybe yeah. even competitive. I don't know. Maybe they'll include PvP at some point. You know, mm-hmm. probably if it sells enough. I mean, I was thinking about it earlier, that. and I, I <laughs> it it reminds me of Fantasy Star Online. Co-op like, arena, it, it, MMO shooters. Who cares? It's all... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it's called. And like, uh, you know how Titanfall did this thing where you you, you wall walk and you, you use your harpoon and then every other game got that? So mm-hmm. now that like somebody has nailed Iron Man, every other game is probably going to put that in there at some point mm-hmm. and this will become irrelevant. It's They just... tried to do that with Aeon. Do you remember this MMORPG Never where you had the wings? Everybody had the wings, and it was really hard to control. Flying? <laughs> everybody <laughs> wanted each like other. Walk, yeah. But like with wings? Like, <laughs> yeah, it was like a normal MMORPG with a system, like, wow. But you had to control vertically where you were because so you I, had the wings, too. I, I wonder if like there's collision between the co-op characters, because that'd be really funny. You know, like if they if they hit each other because they can't fly well or whatever, it <laughs> just like burns. Yeah, I wonder. I think they reduce the collisions. Like, let's say for instance, you use a f- flamethrower on someone, they right. actually get hotter, but they don't get damage. Anyway, it's huh. weird. It, it, it takes in consideration that the others are there, but it doesn't do any real big consequences. So, you know? okay. apart like from the trashing, like the the the, the, <laughs> the gameplay looks fun. Mm. Right? Yes. It doesn't look like does. anything very special. It's just like the new co-op like experience basically until the next Monster Hunter or the next whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, it's the It's the in between Get the your next friends together to beat shit. Yeah. Yeah. Which is which is uh is valuable, but like how many of these games are we going to get? Like it just it feels like it doesn't stop. Like like I'm looking at Anthem and I I see no reason for it to exist. Well, that's the thing. I think that every major EA publisher needs one. Huh? It's because EA didn't make Destiny. Oh, right, right, yeah. Yeah, that's the point. That was the point I was getting at. <laughs> Everybody, every major publisher needs their own. EA wants FIFA numbers, so, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. They, they want to tip their toes, uh, their toes in every single they, major genre. BioWare mm-hmm. yeah. kind of like open the path for a thing like the witcher to exist mm-hmm. and, and they went and now they, they, yeah, they just way. went like oh let's try to emulate somebody now yeah. instead of like forging a path yeah yeah it's but like, that's it's, okay yeah. it's like they're just following activision yeah but i feel like bioware has changed so much in the past years too like a lot of like uh people who were at the beginning in Bioware like the writers like Drew Carpshin and even like some yeah exactly like it's it's a ship of Theseus situation (laughs) where it's like you've changed so many parts but you of the ship but you still call it the same shit but is it yeah. really it's like the liberal it's party it's like it's like it's not the same crew it's not even the same wood was really the, the, made the word of has no you, more yeah meaning. like it yeah. carries the same name but is it really like no. the same and it's, it's just ea people pushing debate. their engine on games yeah yeah basically yeah and i heard that you played one major uh game that just 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 came out Yes, it's a survival horror game uh, that uh, people might have heard about. Might they might have? Yes, just just a little bit. Yeah. Medieval. 
Yeah, Medieval yeah, 2? Yeah, yeah, Medieval yeah, 2. Yes, Medieval that's, 2 Remake. That's a game. Medieval 2 Remake. <laughs> uh, uh, with that skeleton man with yeah, the big yeah, sword. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Sir, sir something. Sir, uh, sir Leon of Kennedy. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, played Resident Evil 2. I played the heck out of it, like... Uh, came out on Friday, uh, downloaded it, started playing it on Friday night, and I was playing through it, I started like Claire Scenario A, I played a demo um, a few weeks back, it was a great demo and the game just delivers on its promise of being like a good remake of, let's be honest, like a classic yes. on a PlayStation 1. You can say it's a classic. It's a classically classic. unfinished by everyone that's played it. That's <laughs> yeah. Well, it was well, pretty hard. Come on. It was, it was hard a break. And there was this weird confusion about, like, you could play as Claire or Leon and, like, the discs and, like, to get, like, the full story, you have to start with one and play with the other and you can yeah. either do Leon A, Claire B, blah, blah. Um, but I started it, I played through it and I had a great time. I was really in, like, survival mode like uh, I was streaming it at the same time like just just sharing like the the, the experience because Wong like her friend like mm-hmm. he said it like he can't play he can't play survival horror games it's too stressful for him but it was like hey if anybody's playing I'd watch it so I was like yeah sure I was already considering like getting it so I'll just so you know I was it. watching you play it and um, I kind of feel bad for the game that I watched somebody play it because it feels like such a mood game oh yeah like I had no fear I was just laughing the entire time (laughs) because you knew I was the one you're fucking up yeah (laughs) (laughs) and like when when a tall guy shows up like it made me laugh every time (laughs) so like Uh, Mr. X yeah so like uh, he would open doors inconspicuously right like what's up (laughs) yeah or something just in a narrow (laughs) pathway first time he appears in the game like I have some memories from the original one where it's like oh I know that's the crashed helicopter as soon as I turn off the fire he's gonna show up up, yeah. and then I go there and then as soon you hear footsteps <laughs> I just see a silhouette and I run around like nope 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 I think it took like 30 minutes later like until like we saw him like mm. where I faced him with the camera because I was like nah this is not a fight I want to have I know this isn't worth it <laughs> I don't have enough bullets for this shit <laughs> I hope there's like reaction videos of people who didn't know yeah yeah, yeah that's I actually saw a YouTube, uh, a Facebook post today of uh, some somebody like Resident Evil 2 mood. And then you see Mr. X opening the door and just like, to be continued. <laughs> <laughs> just, and it was a narrow pathway. It's unforgiving. Mm-hmm. Don't you think that the game is a little brutal? In a uh, good way, though. Yes, I think it's, it's brutal enough. Yeah. It's brutal enough. I played it on standard mode, which is quite fine uh i had a little bit of like advantages just knowing the original game sometimes Mm -hmm. there's some kind of tricks i could expect and i do have to say that the demo kind of made me ready for how tough the zombies would be oh right right so it really like it kind of warned me like yeah they're really sponges and they trick you like they'll they'll fake their deaths and like get back at you if you have to come back in a room and stuff so it already got me like pretty on edge yeah on edge and like just like careful 
I was on the careful side of things. And then I played for three hours in the first night. I got all the way to the parking. And then the game just told me, it's like, oh, if you want to keep playing, wait for your game to finish downloading, you asshole. What? Really? And then huh? it brought me back to the main menu. <laughs> huh? Yeah, because <laughs> I didn't. Because I, I, I bought the game on Friday. Like, I was thinking about getting it on disc, but uh, t the stores I went to, like, it was sold out. Like, they didn't have any more copies. Wow, that's so I guess really it rare. Sold pretty well, but I think a lot of stores Don't just thing, yeah. just get like pre-order quantities or barely, like yeah, so a little bit above like pre-order like uh, pre-order quantities, mm. and everything was frozen outside. It was really like shitty to, to go to the store and being told like everything sold out. I was like, fuck it, I'm going home. <laughs> I'm getting the digital version, downloading it. I played through it. I think I did pretty well on my first few hours. Like it was stressful. I was on the careful side of things, but I didn't feel like. The game was being too generous or too hard. It's pretty fair. I, I'm yeah, really surprised. I saw I saw like how much how many bullets you got and everything, mm -hmm. and it felt fair. It didn't like it didn't feel like a, a Dark Souls experience where it's like no. too hard for you. Yeah, and uh, or like oh you're gonna shoot all of your bullets and like be fucked at a, a boss or whatever. Yeah, it doesn't do that thing where it funnels you into a corner. Yeah. And then it's like, here's a bullet sponge enemy, so the next section will be harder. That's a shitty way to do difficulty in yeah, games. Yeah. This doesn't do that. Yeah, it yeah. never does that. Yeah. It really takes everything that worked in Resident Evil 2, and it learned from all the other Resident Evils and like survival horror games, might it be Dead Space or else, and just makes good on delivering that survival horror experience. Yeah. Um, it does that thing that I like... Also, there's barely any loading, and it it scratches that itch that kind of Bloodborne and some of the Souls Souls like games does, where it's like shortcut porn. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. You have like this police station where most of the game happens, and you find ways to navigate through the police station. And once you're done with um like with a certain section, you get a you find a clever way to unlock a door that brings you back to the main hall. So everything is well designed in that manner. Mm. where it fits together and you never have to backtrack too much mm -hmm. um, that's that and the Eternal Castle are probably like some of the best games well that's the only two games that came out this year that I played and I I, I, I finished oh, no. Claire hmm? played a bunch more games that came out this year? yeah For 2019 Travis Strikes Again yeah, yeah and Travis that. Strikes Again <laughs> yeah the other games you yeah, mentioned earlier they didn't come out mm -hmm. in 2019 the robot game? He didn't finish No, no, no. The, that one came out on Steam like two years ago. Yeah. And sub, the Subsurface uh, oh, came out at the end of Yeah, they're new to Switch. That's why I played them. Because oh, I was okay. just laying down on my couch. But uh, yeah, 2019 wise, uh, that's a strong contender for Game of the Year. Like in the AAA. AAA industry. AAA uh, yeah. experience. Because it's, it's worth its price. That's the first one. Yeah. It's the first one of the year. The first big AAA game, right? Hmm. Honestly. Honestly, it I is. I think about it. Yeah, I think so. The second one will be Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah, that's going to be another one that's <laughs> coming out. Sekiro, and then, like, uh, and then... Oh, Devil May Cry? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. This might be a really good year for Capcom. Yeah. If, like, Resident Evil and Devil May Cry, like... Frankly, I'm surprised. Yeah. Honestly. After Resident Evil 7... That mm -hmm. took a complete fucking right turn on what they used to do because, mm -hmm. well, they were like, okay, six uh, people hated it uh, for some reason. We don't quite understand why. So let's do something really spooky and gritty 
and realistic-ish. Well, and then and then they just captured the essence of the engine of Resident Evil Four and the story and the characters of Resident Evil Two and did a perfect marriage. I did not with expect the engine that. of Seven. Yeah. yeah, with with the graphical engine of Seven, it's. Mm. I mean, it's the same. It's, it's almost the same game. So to not expect that it would be good, I don't know. Like we've seen other remakes. Like Re One was remade. Yeah. Well, this is, and this might be hyperbole because I haven't finished the game completely. I've only finished like Claire Scenario A. Mm-hmm. This is the one of the best remakes I've seen because it's a reinvention. So like they they yeah. remove whatever didn't work. There's, I'll the give you an example. Controls. This is not like a huge spoiler. If people are mad, uh, let them be mad. But it's like when you're in the sewers, instead of having like huge spiders across the walls, yeah, there's no spiders, huh? it yeah. doesn't have spiders. It has a different enemy that they invented for this game to replace the huge spiders in the sewers because that seemed kind of like silly, spooky, Halloweeny. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They made they they they're remaking this universe kind of. Yes, exactly, and they're rethinking everything that was in the original games and how the viruses work and uh, and just the the the, the design. There, I think there's still like a huge alligator though. Um, <laughs> but the, like, they find a way to justify it. Fine, yeah, uh, I mean, but there's a giant alligator in every sewer. Yeah, 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 that's, that's, yeah the <laughs> Raccoon City slash Montreal, New York, uh, yeah. <laughs> city that it is. It's just. There might be. It's an urban legend. But um, if more remakes look like this, where they really retool earlier games that were beloved, I'm curious to see. Like, I'd be, I'll be even more hyped for video game remakes because some of them are just like graphical overhauls. Which, which is a, a bit of a letdown when that happens. At least add a dungeon. I mean, even in the GBA yeah. remake of Final Fantasy VI... They mm-hmm. added the dungeon at least, and they remade the translation, and they upgraded the music slightly, mm-hmm. which made it worth. Which made it worth buying again. Honestly, I find it weird. I find remakes weird. Mm-hmm. I think this one looks like it's doing the right thing, where it's it's different enough from the original mm-hmm. that it's its own game, even yeah. though it has the same story. It's like a retelling or something, because mm-hmm. like. When I think of remakes or like HD remakes, it's kind of like there's something you lose and something you gain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. not the original experience. That, that feels weird to me. Like, like if I if I think of an older game and it's been improved, like historically, it's like my my past is gone or something. I don't know. I, I find it really weird. If, like, if I could have like an, an an addendum to that, it's just these remakes should include. The, the originals. originals. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's an option. So it makes for greater better. comparison, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. Like, if that game could have had that, it would have been a perfect remake. Yeah, because now yeah. when people will talk about Resident Evil 2, they will only remember the, the new version, right? Yeah, because yeah. Uh, they, they call, also called it only 2. Mm-hmm. Like when they, they, they mm-hmm. thought they loved Leon, but all they remembered was Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Yeah. They because he had no real like personality back then right they were like mm-hmm. a kitschy uh, yeah dialogue. campy yeah. like the, the super camp 
So it's really cool to know that Capcom actually did something good about this one. There could have been a million. What do you mean about ways. this one? <laughs> Capcom had well, like. I know, I know. It was a six and five were like, uh, what are you doing, please? <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> yeah, something really? to say about this. Yeah. Ooh, tell so, me about it. my best Resident Evil experience was Resident Evil Six. Damn. Yeah. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Did you play co-op? Yeah, of course. There I, you go. I think it would That's suck. the big difference. I think it would suck if, it, if I played it on, on my own. I think yeah. it would be really terrible. Yeah. But um, playing in the... Like, 7 interested me, like, like 0%. Not at all. Like, the, the new, like, dark, not Resident Evil thing. I was just like, is it becoming an anthology thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like... Are you? Why don't you name it something else, like just evil or whatever, or red? Well, I feel like seven, like Biohazard Seven, and there's no Biohazard. Well, that's the thing. Resident Evil Seven is title-wise, it's probably the most appropriate one because it's like it a, is a it's like a, a resident, evil. like it's it's yeah. a residency, <laughs> it's a family, and they're evil. Yeah, yeah. But for all the other titles, Biohazard is a better title than yeah, Resident Evil, like Resident True. Evil Four. I didn't even think about it that way. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> like, <laughs> five wasn't that good with its co-op, which I also played uh, two-player. Uh, it was fun, but it was a bit too long. But like mm. six had these vignettes of every character mm-hmm. and every type of game they've made before. So like with the mm. Leon story, it was more of a horror game. Yeah, yeah classic Resident game. Evil. Yeah, And then with Chris, you had the Resident Evil 5 stuff. Um, Punch a boulder in a volcano. Oh my Save God, Africa. I'll always remember. So Resident Evil Five <laughs> has that moment where you punch a boulder and then you shoot two uh, rockets <laughs> from rocket launchers at Wesker's face, and that's how like the the game ends. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> like that that game is over the top. Resident Evil Six is kind of going like we acknowledge everything that that's happened. I we mean, know it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> But we gotta make another game. <laughs> so here you go. <laughs> and you, 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 Oopsie. you have like different gameplay, even though it's all third person. So, so like, as soon as you're tired of a trope, you you end up playing another character. Mm-hmm. There's I think there's a stealthy one with Ada. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. like uh, there's the one with uh, Wesker's son. So you're like a superhuman. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it's, yeah, I've, I've it's seen like gameplay. Small yeah. chapters that are just. They're dumb as fuck, but the game was already dumb by the end of five. Uh, how, well. how was the online? <laughs> there was online. Yeah, well, I was playing co-op online, so it was oh. just seamless. No, but the, there was there was, on, there was a, there was an online battle mode where like you die and you're a zombie, and then you have to go to people and like try to. Grab That's a good them. idea, but I don't think it was probably it was probably not implemented well, right? Uh, well, just the fact that we don't hear about it ever since it came out. Well, there was that trend at the time where it was like every game had a multiplayer battle. Yeah, yeah. Stranglehold. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, Max There's Bain a game 3, that does yeah. this nicely. And it's, uh, it's Battlefront 2 where you, mm. you have like the Ewok battle. Yeah. And uh, you play as Stormtroopers. And every Which time you Battlefront die... 2? Oh, there's uh, two Battlefront 2. Um, yeah. The newer one. Okay, the latest yeah. one. Okay. Yeah. Basically, once you, once you die as a stormtrooper, you become an Ewok. Oh. So there's more and more Ewoks to like defeat these guys that are running away from the the forest. It's and it's in the it's it's at night. Like okay. you don't see the Ewoks. It, it's really that's a good. game mode. Yeah, it's a mode in a okay. battlefront. Dude. It's really good. Well, that's cool. It looks really nice. Fun, actually. Yeah. 
So but all these things sound fun, but cannot be executed super well until unless yeah, there's yeah. a lot of work on them. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I love Resident Evil Six more than five at least. Um, so I I it it gets only bad rep. Like I've never heard anybody else say anything good yeah. about it. And I'm like, I think it, it, it the 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 door was opened by five for it to be so campy. Yeah. So I, oh, it I like goes crazy. Like yeah, but it like. And it's good that it's kind of rebooted, but it didn't really because now we get a remake. I think they still yeah. don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice if the story kind of diverges after like the remake of four or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah. Oh, they, you five, want to rent they, five? Five, five, and, five and six just shouldn't really be there. Yeah, I think. Well, yeah, okay. it's like at this point, yeah, the, the the series goes in a different direction, and it's kind of like what they did with the Star Wars books, where it's or, like you can choose yeah. to like read. The, the 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 side stories pre uh, Disney acquisition or like yeah. after the Disney acquisition and you can no, just choose like yeah. which alternative universe because because I think in, well, in your three head you were telling me three uh, I haven't played it you you were telling me it happens a bit before two yeah has the same areas ish yeah it reuses the same area so they could remake so they could remake three and the engine of resident evil 7 and then they could and could reuse the same like police station and four was too beloved so it couldn't they couldn't change that for sure like if Mm -hmm. they remade that no so yeah i think maybe resetting the world after that would be a nice thing for them because they clearly don't know what they're doing with that franchise anymore yeah. Oh, but at least we know that they're still able to do some greatness. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the, balance, game, game the crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. balancing mm-hmm. act. What I like had. is that they recognize what worked and what didn't yeah, in exactly. their previous yeah. games. Yeah. That's the Resident Evil 2 remake right now. That's what it shows. Like, all right, they are aware of what worked. They're just not able to bring it to the next level for future games, maybe. So let's try to see what worked and what didn't and yeah. just repackage it. See, I was afraid that Capcom was going to become like Konami and like start doing really, really shitty game wise and then start looking elsewhere like pachinko slots and shit like that. Well, Street <laughs> I, don't, Fighter, I don't think Capcom is involved in the Underworld. Street Fighter so. 5. They did like <laughs> the, the Underworld. You call it the Underworld with pachinko slots? Because I feel like. I guess so. They do, like, they've had a bunch of like great games in the past few years. They've had Resident Evil 7, they've had Monster, Hunt, Monster Hunter World. That was uh, crazy. Uh, Street, I, I like Street Fighter will always sell like hotcakes, but they added the thing where it's like you have um, ads on your character. Yes, I saw that as like a f- like a way to like keep making money out of the game. Yeah, ad revenue, but it's it's kind of shitty because you you bought the game. Like you should have like your game without like characters having Capcom Pro Tour ads on the on them, fuck? and it's everywhere, and it looks. Yeah really awful what? like on the costumes on the the let's say someone has punching gloves it would be on the gloves and everything mm. and and if you choose to turn the ads off because well you can turn it off in order to, mm. to to play the game you get less rewards when you play so it's the exposition of the ads don't you Incentive. think it's shameless uh, yeah but they're they're who are they showing these ads to the the people who play online like the people who play so they already own the Capcom product and they're being sold the Capcom image yes yes exactly it's just that's it's answering to what you were saying like they're not going the Konami way but they're still they're still able to find like desperate like 
funding methods. Well, well, didn't Capcom need to get like Street Fighter Five funded by Sony or something? Like it wasn't even it was their entire company. PC and uh, they Sony. Have, yeah, they yeah. didn't have enough money to make it mm-hmm. themselves. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah. a little surprised. I mean, it's, it's still popular as ever like in the competitive yeah. scene. Hell. It's yeah, it's always gonna be, but it's it's production costs. That's the thing. Like, that's know. why they released one character at a time. The story was thirty seconds short. There's yeah <laughs> for each character. There's seasons and yeah. I was thinking about was like, like the Resident Evil Two remake being that that good and everything, and Seven being beloved, even though mm-hmm. like it's it's not for me. And I think maybe juggling between one and the other would be nice. Like uh, the next game could be like the the Resident the Resident Evil Seven universe. Mm-hmm. And then a remake of three. Yeah, exactly. It'll be like Resident Evil Eight. Uh, yeah, like, uh, remake of three. Resident Evil. Because seven is yeah. what first person, right? Yeah, it's yeah. all first person. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. it's kind of a different game, and it has like the VR aspect too, which you can implement I, into yeah. the horror. I've, I've played seven. I would I never out. play seven in VR. It spooks the shit out of me. I would die physically, <laughs> like have know, cerebral like, death, and just be hanging off of my VR headset. Like, I'm used to survival horror, but still with VR, I'd be like, I'd be super scared. Well, Sam yeah, looks definitely. scarier, right? Because mm-hmm. it's more of a realistic approach to things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's or like, like it's a... ghosts and it's like Americana. Yeah, Rob yeah, Zombie horror. Yeah, it's the it's that weird Bayou horror. Yeah, yeah. Kind of style, like it's kind of gross, like uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it doesn't add too many supernatural things like wizards and spells and stuff like that. No, it's more like people are really like a a a liquor that like has its brain exposed. There's the there's there's like characters that are kind of made out of like black mold and they're just called like the mold that kind of show up throughout the game. But it's mostly just like a hick family that's uh, and it's set in this house the entire time. Um, No. Okay. No, it's Not in the house. Uh, you kind of move around, and it ends in a laboratory where you shoot like a big monster. Because this is this Cause is Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. Yeah, because it's Resident yes. Evil. Nice. It's it's, <laughs> it's part of the franchise. Like you need it's to end up in be. a laboratory shooting a big goopy shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you go in the lab. You shoot up this goopy shit. That's back the box <laughs> guarantee. Like when you review Resident Evil, it should be there. It's like it's the, in the check check the boxes. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Okay. And playing Remake 2, um, and I played 7, it feels the same. Yeah. It does feel the same. Like, even the, the inventory, engine. like, it looks the same. It just, that's one thing I would have liked in 7 is, like, if it was over the shoulder. But it's okay if it was first person. It didn't bother me that much. It's just, I don't. It's not my preference. It was like a trope. It was because there were a bunch of like horror, indie horror yeah. games that came out. They were all first person. Marketing too. Amnesia. For a while, it was never marketed as Resident Evil. It was called like a kitchen. Yeah. Project Kitchen. Yeah. And people were like, whoa, what is Capcom doing with VR? And it's like, oh, it's so innovative. And like they're inspired by PT. Uh, by PT. So like they, they just kind of cashed in on on the, the void that PT left. Oh, it came out after. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because PT demo was 2014, and then Resident Evil 7 was 2017, and then it's like, oh, we're doing the PT thing, and it's like, ah, we're Resident Evil. I yeah. think there's still PlayStations on eBay being sold with the PT demo that wasn't disabled or, or uninstalled. 
Yeah, and someone remade oh, PT yeah, and someone... the Unreal Engine for free. You yeah. can get on itch.io. <gasps> really? It, they've done shit. it really well, and it works with VR. Wow! Whoa! Oh, I'm gonna try that. Although I'm gonna, it's gonna scare the shit out of me. Yeah, I'm not. You're gonna, gonna die. I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna have to wear adult diapers for the rest of my life. But so the thing that with Resident Evil, like four and and five, six, uh, I also played Veronica. Like, uh, I don't think it's the jump scares or like the ghost stuff. Well, there wasn't, but like that 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 gets me. Like that's not what interests me in in the horror. It's the <laughs> fact that like zombies keep coming back and that you're you're trying to solve these puzzles as mm-hmm. fast as possible. So you. It plays with how you're trying to think about these puzzles because they're all simple puzzles, but under pressure they aren't. Yeah. So that, that's kind of like what's fun about like the whole like horror house thing. I don't yeah. Get well, it. There, there's there's clever design. Even Silent yeah. Hill before like PT wasn't that you know. Yeah. And oh, you just reminded me of something. Like in Resident Evil Two, the puzzles aren't as like weird and gamey as yeah. like, the original one. Like you don't have to we push have statues like. You might have, like, one or two. No, you have, like, the three or one, yeah. like, three at the entrance. But otherwise, like, there's one gem. There's not, like, yeah. blue jewel A, blue jewel B, red jewel A, red jewel B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they removed padding to the uh, game. Yeah, but it's also, it's more, um, like, it's, it's, it's a bit more credible. Like, okay. the way the puzzles function in the game. Mm-hmm. There's only one thing. There's, like, a USB dongle in that game, and it's <laughs> oh. happening in 1998. And I'm like, fuck you. There's Whoa, no USB. Oh, no. There's no there's USB dongle no dongle USB that part. Do- no, oh, not no. in 1998 in a police station in uh, Raccoon City slash Montreal, York. Like, <laughs> no. No. Yeah. It's like, they were getting rid of typewriters. They were... There wasn't USB dongles. Nah. It's not <laughs> until Windows 98 second edition that they even supported natively... Uh, USB dongles or external hard drive. So <laughs> there might be Windows possible, ninety eight in the game. It's time to nerd out. Actually, actually, <laughs> yeah, but I don't think yeah. like the actually. the government would have had like access to to everything that just came out, right? No, oh, exactly. Well, that, that's a fair That'd point. Be, yeah, because oh. usually, like, if you've been like at a like, I hope you've never been, but like, if you've been a police station or any like government building, they're usually like lesser equipped. They still have like faxes and like. Pagers, <laughs> those those printers that have those like, little holes on the side. Uh, yeah, because the they have to justify like public <laughs> spending, and usually they get like the the dregs of whatever like the oldest thing that works in technology. Yep, is like you, some places, and I can't believe like a police station has like a USB dongle at that time. But whatever, it just, <laughs> it's, it's a huge <laughs> nitpick on my part. Basically, whatever. for the puzzles, it keeps the. Uh, the look or like the the essence of the original game but it improves it to like a 2018 2019 like uh puzzle please 2019 <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep yeah that's how that's how it feels and it just as uh jamie mentioned it's like less padding it's more straightforward there's less like uh like logical leaps to understand that it's like you carry the head of a statue and the hand of a statue and a jewel at the same time to <laughs> like yeah like Claire is not going to be carrying that in a police station to try to escape <laughs> <laughs> like fuck off okay. you break she'll, a window and jump out before her, exactly yeah. like you find a uh, an em- uh, emitter to like detonate C4 
that's already like on a wall or something like it's it's a little bit more credible in that sense but there's still some of the goofiness and the campiness and uh it is dearly beloved yeah well i i really want people to to go out and enjoy it and and support while capcom is going in the right direction right now Mm -hmm. so if you buy enough of that game maybe they'll keep doing good things yay (laughs) oh at least play it yeah it's on pc too mr pierre how did you entertain yourself in the past two weeks, uh, no, I haven't really been entertaining myself. <laughs> I, 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 like uh, that's okay. I already said earlier that I played near, and yeah. then I played the Eternal Castle, which we talked about, and I've been playing Dragon Quest. So yes. there's not much to add about it other oh. than it's fun. Cool. And uh, yeah, I've just been uh, busy, so I, I need to play a game that's that's just chill and fun so that's it i tried y2k but Mm -hmm. it's another rpg so i want to leave it for afterwards i don't want to have like two rpgs at the same time yeah but that's that's wise well honestly i watched a few hours of uh uh y2k i think like three or four hours of someone streaming the close to the beginning of it mm-hmm. and honestly um this is a game that once i'm going to be finished with valkyria chronicles for uh vesperia remake and um uh yakuza 6 i'm going to consider playing for reals that's the thing we just uh, have too many RPGs. too many games too, too many games we're Bro. already 2000 the beginning of 2019 life is hard guys no it's not no it's not first world problems can't juggle all these games Uh, i think i think it's uh it's gonna slow down a little bit Mm -hmm. like all the other games post uh after march and (laughs) there's nothing there's uh there's announced games like maybe The Last of Us 2, maybe The Stranding or uh, Tsushima. Yeah, I don't think oh, they're going to come. Stranding. I don't think they're going to come out as a surprise like in April. Or... I think, but I no, but like it'll be a couple months later. Like I think maybe Release The Last starts. of Us yeah. 2 will be like a surprise-ish announcement. But that's my my feel oh. of it. Like I, I think it might be released uh, this summer. Oh, maybe the first one was released during the summer. Yeah. That's kind of why I... And they didn't show much. They from, showed yeah, a little bit. Six years ago. Stopped showing and then, yeah. So mm. I feel... Unless it's really far away and it's not going well. Like Metroid Prime. Oof! Oh, that's like Pandora's four. box. Yeah, have you have you heard? The four, uh, they, 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 they trashed it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Lots of people were... were, were, were we're anticipating it and waiting for a true mm-hmm. successor, let's just say. Or at least like a good Metroid game. Like it's been mm-hmm. years and years, right? Well, the Metroid 2 remake wasn't so bad. There was <laughs> the one on 3DS. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's that the that's the remake. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. So it's a remake. Like, well, that's also a remake where they changed the gameplay and like... Oh, drastically! They yeah, did, they did so many differences, but oh. it's, it was kind of good. You you had to like you, you could you had the opportunity to dodge attacks and have like a slowdown mechanic and, and retaliate, yeah. which was very modern. But it was still two D. It still had its puzzles and everything. There's it was the, still long. An official cool. remake as well that came out a few yeah. years uh, yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, that was arguably a little better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
that got cease and desist, of course, by Nintendo. AM2R. Yeah. Well, it's it's, it's, it's 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 on the internet. It's on torrents. It's never gonna go away now. As Miyamoto would say, it's online. <laughs> oh, he said that about it. He said that he said about like, well, Star it's Fox online. too. <laughs> Oh, yeah. before yeah. releasing it mm-hmm. on the SNES Classic and yeah, making it a being, selling point. He kept I being see. asked, and he was just like, oh, I'm sure you can find it online. Like, <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, like, who are you fooling? Like, he knows it's online, so why, yeah. pretend, like, why keep pretending like it's, it's a, never going to It's gonna a happen. lawyer thing, right? It's, yeah. it's not even, like, the game devs don't care. Yeah. Even the publishers don't really care. Like, yeah, they're they're fine with that being online. They just have to do this season desist because it creates precedent. Yeah, if they don't do uh, it, yes. yeah, yeah, they're aware that it stays on the internet and everybody that's, that's, can get everything. I mean, they are interviewing him in the first place. Like, you know who I am? I guess you're geeky enough to download it online. <laughs> that's. I'm sure. That's do you think is that what's it? like preventing Mother Three from? Well, like, Mother Three, that was a big, 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 big no, development no. hurdle of the 3D. It's. Uh, I thing. think it's the uh, the only reason is uh, it's been it, it was out at the end of the GBA. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's the thing. It couldn't come out in the West on the GBA anymore because they already moved on to the Nintendo DS by the time that it would realistically get translated, mm-hmm. and on the Nintendo DS era. They would add classics from SNES and everything, but they didn't do any HD remasters of like GBA games or whatnot. I wouldn't whatnot. be surprised if they don't even know where the files are. You know? Oh yeah, like a or, FF8 or, situation, kinda. yeah, or like who, yeah. who's uh, who's who's got the rights to what in mm. there, like the art or. Mm, I I disagree because they came out with Earthbound Zero on the on the Wii U. Remember that? That was oh, yeah, a surprise yeah, yeah. out the of Nintendo nowhere. One. Yeah. 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 And, and they added an item to actually make you grind better because they know that the, the, the yeah. difficulty was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So that gave me a little hope. That pushed me to the, to the, the, the breaking point of buying a Wii U and because I wanted that. And you can that game. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah, so I um, just want to talk about like a huge non-sequitur. Like, about just It deals with games in themselves, but it's just something cool that's worth mentioning that happened... Uh, on the past weekend, uh, there was uh, Harris Bomberguy, H. Bomberguy, who's like dude who's on YouTube and he streams games and he's kind of like on the left-leaning side of YouTube. So he also makes like uh, critiques of uh, different personalities and just recently he did a video like... Um, a little bit like the monkey, like flat earthers and stuff like that. He's just, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not really a hard thing to do, but he, he, he did easy it. Easy target. <laughs> yeah. Low hanging fruits. But he does it, he does it in a way that's, that, that's a little bit like humoristic, but also like it, it adds humor, but it's very sincere and it's just personal. Right? It's, it's, he got mad at them. So he made a video. Right? No, he's not no. mad at all. He's no. never mad. He's oh. just, straightforward it's just like, like this like, is if, <laughs> yeah. yeah if this happens and it's not like uh, it's 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 worth watching his videos like H Bomber guy on YouTube and he streams sometimes and what happened is that uh, he did a stream in reaction to um, a famous or should I say like infamous uh, UK personality uh, uh, Graham Linehan old Graham yeah, so Graham Linehan is this uh, comedian. He's responsible for uh, writing shows like The It Crowd and uh, 
other stuff and um, it's the it crowd. It, yeah, it crowd. I call it the it, it crowd. You call it the it crowd. I call it the it crowd. You know, you know, what's another show that I like to misname? Um, what's it called? <laughs> Downtown Abbey. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that changes everything. It's downtown so much Abbey. better, man. The It Crowd and Downtown Abbey. Oh yeah. It's just <laughs> so much more urban. Well, the but, It uh, Crowd sounds like it could be a name. For yeah, sure. the IT crowd, but no, I, but it I, could I just, be like the yeah. it crowd, like because they're it, because they're it, exactly. but this the contrary. <laughs> yeah, but it's 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 the it, it's the IT crowd. The IT yeah. crowd like was good because of its uh, of Richard. Yeah, and that's it. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but pretty yeah, much. Like yeah, carry the whole show. Their yeah. Kramer is. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I don't want to give too yeah. much light to Graham Linham because recently, like, um, there was this organization. Well, it still exists. It's called Mermaids. It's an organization in the UK that um, helps basically uh, trans kids uh, with any problems they might encounter in their life and their transitions. And uh, Graham Linehan uh, was uh, deeply critical of that organization because it was getting government funding from the UK, um, and it managed to get like the 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 funding cut for them. Like the government stopped funding mermaids as much as it did because of like just reactions and he put it like in a in a bad light like he put it forward oh my god uh, so so he he really sparked as much rage as to make the government react to the rage so he went on old like forums for uh crazy old women yeah yeah like it's it's, like a a scary scary parent scared parents like uh fear-mongering like uh, oh the soccer mom central like, yeah he, he, yeah like, oh he, my god yeah. he, he got them riled up so the government's like the Brexit crowd but yeah. uh, <laughs> so like, the people who are like scared that there'll be drugs in your candies yeah just and it's it's kind of a shitty thing that happened because of that guy and uh, what H bomber guy did like um, uh, to just basically spite Graham Linham is to do a stream of Donkey Kong 64, which is a game that he never uh, finished as like a, a young kid or as a teenager. And uh, he'd streamed the game until he finished it to completion, 101%. And he expected to just get donations and send all the money to mermaids to help them just to give visibility to this. Just at least like, it's a good thing to do for the, for the organization. and. Uh, he expected three thousand U.S. dollars, and he actually amassed something close to three hundred and forty thousand U.S. dollars throughout his stream. He streamed for like fifty-four yeah. hours. It was a really long stream, and what's most impressive about this is it got like so much visibility. There was people like uh, John Romero was there, like creator of Doom. There was a uh, Jim Sterling showed up. Um, uh, just a bunch of other people, even Neil Gaiman showed up on the Discord and they started talking about just different issues and uh, trans rights and a lot of people just congregated through the stream. Uh, even uh, AOC, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, who's a US representative, like she showed like her support and appreciation and uh, basically trans rights was the biggest thing on Twitch for a weekend. Like he had as much as like 24,000 viewers at the same time. And oh he didn't expect God. any of this, and then he 
got some sleep because 54 hours is a long ass time. Oh my god, he was yeah. felt glorious <laughs> at the end. A giant monkey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially playing like a not so good Donkey Kong game. Like Donkey Kong 64 greatest achievement is probably this. The DK rap? If you think about it. Yeah, no. if you come to think this, of it, now that I know about this it, event. I think that's the best thing it ever did. <laughs> and it just, it's just a, I, I feel like it's just, it's a, it's a nice example of like how games can be like forces for good. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. yeah. Now that I know about it, holy shit, I, I guess... It flew under the radar because I saw um, I saw the, the, the US rep uh, trending on Twitter and mm-hmm. she was she talking about gaming and yeah. trans and mm-hmm. I was confused and mm-hmm. I didn't look into the matter too much. <laughs> now I understand. Yeah. yeah. Now, now I understand the whole relation of this. Well, usually okay. when you see like a streamer is trending, your your first uh, like instinct isn't to go like, Oh yeah, cool. Let me check it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I would be thinking, yeah. oh, it's some twelve-year-old playing Fortnite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but for once, it's for a good cause. It's against hate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's yeah. a revolution against, hate, against hate. But I, I love it that it's a reaction to like an asshole bigot, and yeah. it just it's like it showed that there's support for this, and it just brought like an important organization to light. And it just kind of disproved his uh, grams, basically just like his his disdain for his trans rights and tinfoil hat fear. Yeah, yeah. just this. Yeah, yeah. It's it's incredible how how yeah. gaming they just bring people together and open discussions and 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 show how 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 ready that the world actually is to accept all these people because it, it can go either way. Yeah, but this yeah, is an I example know, for good. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah, there are certain yeah. games that come out that still have old ass values, like in Valkyria Chronicles Four. I remember this dude. Yeah, but uh, that's just being. I think that's being out of touch with uh, the present and or future. Yeah, yeah, and, and like, it can only go forward. It has to. Yes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Like that's, the Gillette commercial thing with people getting angry about positive images. Did you say they have sensitive skin? Yeah, <laughs> but it's, well, I mean they're not allowed. Well, no, Come but the on. thing is, like, if if some if public relations is going forward with this, it's because mm-hmm. there's money in it. Yeah, uh, and like that means that the audience has has grown. Yeah, and so should you. Like, if you yeah. if you're if you're not on board with this, you're on the wrong side of history. Yeah, but I feel like oh, if if you, put. if you feel embarrassed or angry about this like what does that say about you yeah means like, you're a sad sad person <laughs> like, <laughs> honestly it's like if if it can like if it doesn't concern you why are you even angry about it yeah like if you it's like admitting that like oh maybe i'm i'm part of the problem but i'm yeah. not a problem yeah 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 like uh if yeah, we're going forward with trans rights and that, and like, uh, Japanese games will have to follow, and they'll have to be more respectful of their audience that actually buy their products, and uh, things things are just moving forward and will continue onwards as well, like forever, like in in and hopefully, like maybe in twenty years it'll be another issue that we've we didn't see, uh, but like this is. Yeah. You can't just say culture stops now. 
Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, you can't yeah. just retcon that. You can't just, <laughs> just like pretend how, yeah. that it's not going on. Yeah, you can't just, just ignore the whole no, that's where so- it social aspect of We're it. We're done. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> that that makes me think of Japanese games, of course. Um, yeah, the, the Catherine full body that's about to come out this mm-hmm. year. Uh, there's there's just rumors that uh, the 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 third choice, the third character that they're inserting in this new version of the game happens to uh, have a penis and I I would be interested if that would be true I mean according to the trailer it's strongly implied of this and I would be on the forefront of every social media outlet to see everyone's discussions about it if this happens I am so hyped (laughs) (laughs) this is gonna be amazing either that or I'm gonna be discouraged as all fuck (laughs) there's a there's a thing that's baiting people as well so mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see if mm-hmm. if it handles it well if it's uh if it because like it's a it's a very japanese game right so it could be like a drag queen thing as well they have uh, a, yeah, like yeah. A, a different uh like gender culture over there uh, yeah so i i i hope it it opens up i i know that with uh, their previous game persona 5 it, it was planned to uh, to to not be a Japanese centric game at first. Mm. It was supposed to be uh, around the world. Okay. So they might be opening to the fact because their games are selling more and more, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you, mm-hmm. you've, you've seen a huge increase with four and then five, well, like three definitely. Persona, Joker, and Smash yeah. is gonna yeah like shine a spotlight on the Persona series. That's right, and it's coming to Switch. <laughs> Mark my words. Yeah, and it's a series that like has always been uh, very japanese so mm-hmm. like it'll, it'll be interesting to see like if if it moves forward with its fans like if you look at the fan bases for things like persona it's the same type of people at least for me because i like all these things that like things like jojo or mm-hmm. you know that yeah y- y- you can see fan f- fan uh, bases online are very progressive and uh Hopefully the games go along with it. I, I know that they're expanding their teams, so there might be younger people on there. I don't know if it's always the same people directing, but yeah. Yeah, I think it's... Uh, It'd be nice to see like uh, Japan move forward as well. Like Especially, we'll see with Catherine. I don't really know about it. But yeah. Oh, you'll hear about it. <laughs> yeah. You'll hear about it inside and out in this very podcast. Right. So uh, here's hoping that uh, 2019 will... Uh, will continue the social discussion of mm-hmm. everything, actually. I'm, I'm glad that gaming will bring us together and not split us apart. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of the entertainment of, of, our, of the, the most recent generations, right? It's like a thing that, that's maybe like four, a medium 40 that and under. defines a generation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it makes sense that it, it's the, this community that's pushing forward in both directions, like mm-hmm. pushing backwards as well. But but that's just because of it. it's young, right? Yeah. So um, yeah, it'll it'll be nice to see it. It's very positive changes these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see. Not enough, but you know. So how? Yeah. Let's uh, put the nice bow on this and conclude. How are you gonna entertain yourself in the next week at least? Uh, how, what do you plan to do personally? I'm gonna I'm gonna. Yeah. Start up finally Tales of Vesperia. I've been Woo-hoo. hyping it up for a while, and yeah. Valkyria Chronicles Four, nice. and I'll continue Yakuza Six, 
And I'll buy Y2K eventually, but Please. that will be in a month, probably. How, how far are you into Yakuza 6? Uh, far enough to uh, really get the nighttime gameplay going on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's I'm lo- I'm both, loving it. Both towns. Uh, yes, definitely. Okay. I can I can travel between them for okay. everything. Okay. So you're near its end. Kind oh yeah. Of. I mean it's short, so. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. I'm I'm completely fine with it because I was thrilled the whole time. Honestly. Oh yeah, it's like <laughs> uh, there's not uh, one moment that's like boring or bad. Yeah. Yeah, never a dull moment, honestly. Hmm. And I'll, I'll continue playing it. I'll continue watch uh, to watch my um, my roommate to play uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey because it's still still interesting, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I'm still willing to, to look at it. And uh, uh, Resident Evil 2, may, uh, I don't think I'll buy it, but I will watch people stream it. Um, because I'm not too big on jump scares, and honestly, it would scare the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and how about you, Mr. Rita? Uh, I'll keep uh, playing uh, Resident Evil 2. I finished half of it, basically. I did one scenario. I'm going to play the Leon part, Leon B. Um, Other than that, um, I think I might also... um, I started Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Yeah. Yeah. You you rented it? I have it on PC. Oh, okay, PC. I have it on PC. Yeah, uh, that game is gorgeous, but I played a little bit, but then Resident Evil 2 came out, so just <laughs> out of the way, out of the way. It's the curse of the Tomb Raider. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's in the shadows now. Oh. But uh, I'll, I'll go back to that after I'm done with Resident Evil 2. Mm-hmm. It's uh, worth it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I started a little bit. I played like maybe an hour and a half, and I'm like, that game's gorgeous and nice. And every time I jump back in a sh- like in a shadow of the Tomb Raider in a, in a Tomb Raider rebooted game um, it, it feels good it feels good to be back so um, I'll get back to that uh, I have Y2K so that could be something I play on the side if I'm tired of shadow of the Tomb Raider and uh, other than that I'll just keep doing my thing I don't know if I see anything fun movie wise uh, game wise I'll uh, I'll share it yeah, yeah. cool and uh, by the way, Y2K, I think you'll like it. You are the oh, target yeah, yeah, audience. Yeah, yeah. It oh, refers yeah. oh, to yeah. so many oh, yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. I'll, it, it I'll does, give it a time of day. It does a lot of uh, mishaps, mm-hmm. uh, story-wise, that, that I think are are taken too seriously. It's mm-hmm. like a it's it's a JRPG made by fans of JRPGs, well, but it's, it's a still Kickstarter an indie. JRPG. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. how I. That's where yeah. my expectations lie. Yeah. So I don't. And in that feel, sense, yeah. I think it's it's pretty good. That's uh, the combat mm-hmm. system is really nice. Uh, I, I love the fact that you you have like little mini games in your fights. Yeah. It's a bit more involving. Yeah. It. Uh, some people will uh, f- have found that it takes itself too seriously. But it's a video game, so it doesn't like. Yeah, have to chill just a little. Like, yeah. come so, on. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't played much of it. I, I played maybe two hours. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go back to it eventually. Yeah. And what's the rest of your plans then to entertain yourself? Yeah, so uh, I I couldn't do much uh, recently because I started a new job. But like. Um, once I get the pattern, I might like go back to to playing a bit more. I'm so I'm gonna like be playing Dragon Quest probably only. Yeah. Like two weeks ago, we talked about what we were gonna do, and I, in my head, I was like, I'm gonna play through all three marathon games again. 
I'm gonna like play this. I'm gonna play that. I'm gonna finish my oh, 2K. I'm, like I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna play Travis Strikes again, and then I just like I did nothing. I, I oh, that's so, fine. so like I that's slept fine around. too. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like personally, I'm just like oh, I got this backlog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like new games are coming out. I really want to play Resident Evil Two in the dark alone after like my partner's gone to bed or something. Like just oh. with with headphones. Yeah, yeah just just like. Yeah, play it with headphones. Yeah, because the, the, the sound, binaural sound, like just having it was like so all, bad when I, I was the the watching you, like the sound. So. It was great for me. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. So like, I want to play that eventually, but I think my week's gonna just be Dragon Quest. Because oh, uh, I missed that game. I, I I used to play it maybe like thirty minutes at a time, but uh, I'm just mm. not ever gonna finish it if I do that. Yeah. Like, uh, and and I'm not getting bored. Like, I I. There's a lot of grinding, so I put a book on, and like I'll pause and go back, like so. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think I'll finish that maybe this week, or I'll try it. Mm-hmm. And I want to ask the viewers out there, what are you gonna do in the next week, and what have you been doing? So I invite you actively to join our Discord yes. at tinyurl.com/3ctdiscord. It's so simple. You just join us and you can talk with us directly, or your wonderful hosts, or uh, just talk about gaming or movies or any anything you want. Yeah, just, if there's anything you, you want us to talk about, yeah, yeah feel free. Um, we also have an uh, email. Yeah, 3cthumbs uh, uh, yeah. at gmail.com. Yeah. So if you have any comments, suggestions, or anything, please feel free. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a sound effect, even if it's a good job, guys, yeah, go ahead. Anything you want to share, like suggestions. And, yeah. and I promise in the next week, I'll be uploading all these episodes on YouTube. I pledge to you, my loyal fans, in, to reach out. So, I have been Jamie. I've been eating cookies during this podcast, and you never knew it, but I'm also Rita. <laughs> Ciao, guys. Ciao. See you next week.